Live from NYC, human suplex machine. The one and only king. They stream it and they scream. It's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking. Everybody just wants more with the action. Hip hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out. It's all he's asking. Over like Rover. He keeps it real. He's no joker. Original. He's no poser. No competition. He's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer. Cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. All right, all right, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go, baby. Little Thursday. Little Thursday auction here on The Taz Show. Thank everybody for downloading the show. If you listen to it on, on demand, thanks for that. Maybe you're doing that on iTunes or Play It or the uh, Spotify's or the TuneIn. Or maybe you're listening live at TazShow.com or you're watching live at TazShow.com where you could be on the gimmick chat over there. Maybe you're watching the VOD, you're bringing that everywhere with you like my friend Mike Tanay. You could be doing that also. I don't really know, but welcome to the show. Going to have a great show for you guys today. A little Taz Show action here. Going to uh, get into uh, some NXT shortly. Watch the whole NXT. Uh, maybe my producer, the Lumberjack, maybe he can... Maybe he can ruffle his papers a little more inside of his microphone. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. How are you? Do you take papers and just wrinkle them in? While I'm in my opening monologue, do you wrinkle them inside the microphone? Like, is that what we're trying it's to do? It's good audio. Oh, it's great. It's so professional. Yes. Uh, look, if you want to call the show, it's a very, very simple process. It's no problem. A lot of you people, you slunkers, you jobbers, all you nubs, you're calling already. Attention hotline fans. Very simple deal here. 866-475-2948. That's an 866-475-2948. So uh, you can do that too. Yep, yep, that's right. Got a lot of stuff I want to talk about in the show here. Uh, uh, By the way, um, you're on what, day four? Actually, day five here, right? That's right, Dennis? Five. All right, so does it feel like month five, or how are we doing? No, it feels like... Day five. Day one. Oh, really? Interesting. I'm surprised to hear that. Why is that? Day one because you're feeling clueless or because it's so fun? It's so much fun. Every oh, day's every a day's blast. a new day. Yes. Everybody's running around, lying and laughing. Just, <laughs> just a great time here. It's so... Jocularity is just spewing. You know, it's, it's phenomenal. Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, a lot, lot to go over in this show here. I'm going to talk a little bit about... Uh, as I said, NXT. I, I watched the whole thing. Did you watch NXT, sir? I did. Okay, cool. I caught some of Lucha Underground. Did you happen to catch any of it or not? I was I was in on NXT, and unfortunately, my network provider doesn't carry El Rey. Oh, really? So I gotta okay. I do a little digging around oh. to get my my Lucha yes. Underground fill. Yes, as my friend Matt Hardy would say, marvelous. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Uh, so there's some uh, what do you call it? Some um, House cleaning to go over here with you guys. Um, obviously, you, know, you can go to Pro Wrestling Tees, buy all the Taz Show shirts. Actually, Clothes Clothesline is the best place to buy all of your Taz Show shirts. If you want some Taz shirts, you can do that at Pro Wrestling Tees. They're married together, in essence. So, uh, but Clothesline, the Clothesline.com is the best spot to get. Like, I'm wearing one of the shirts right now. This is the, oh, the old school general uh, general store shirt. This is the Taz Show general store. You perked up there, uh, Dennis Jones. You looked around like, oh, I don't think I have that one. You don't, right? I don't have that one, and I love a good general store. As oh. much as I'm a lumberjack, I love great yes, westerns. Yes, of course. Well, this is the general store. Like, we, we had a thing back in the day where it's like, you know, this is kind of like uh, this is the gimmick clubhouse, but it's also, you know, we're we're on the we're kind of like at a general store, or we're we're above a general store. I think that's what I used to say. Uh, besides the sound effects store, there's uh, there's stores everywhere here. It's Manhattan, 
There's stores all over. General stores in Manhattan. You don't see many in Manhattan, but we have one by God right here. You're not kidding you. Yeah, yeah, not kidding, Jobber. Uh, so also, uh, is there any football stuff? Oh, yes, there's a new head coach in town. <laughs> oh, yes, my Buffalo Bills have a new head coach, and I'm happy about it. Okay, uh, he is now former uh, Carolina Panther defensive coordinator Sean McDermott. This guy, I, I got good feelings about this guy. You know, he played football over at William and Mary. Okay, small program, and I believe, if my research was correct and my knowledge of football, uh, I believe he might have might have been teammates with the Mike Tomlin. Yes, from the Pittsburgh Steelers. So right away. Myself and other Buffalo Bill fans would think, oh, he's going to be just as good of a coach as Mike Tomlin. We shall see. I hope so. Uh, he's a fiery fella. I'll tell you that right now. He's a ginger, by the way. I think he's a ginger like yourself, uh, the Lumberjack. And um, so, I, I, you know, I, I think that, that should be, uh, he should be a good coach. He seems like a fiery young man. You know, I'm looking forward to it. A little bit different than the Rex Ryan, who's a old, older, you know, older guy, large man, and, um, you know, this guy is not as big as the physical big as the Rex Ryan. He wasn't a head coach in the NFL anywhere. I believe he was also a grappler. Yes, he might have been a wrestler, I think, in school. Maybe do a little research on Sean McDermott, because your boy obviously knows his stuff. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I've been around the block a little bit, you know what I mean? You don't become this successful lumberjack by not knowing what the hell you're talking about. But if you don't know what you're talking about, you got to bullshit way through it son that's kind of my gimmick so uh anybody who's successful radio right or wrong no that's the that's the truth oh yeah just bs through it fake it till you make it fake it till you make it i work with a lot of people here in this company that have been faking it till they make it yes and they've made it and they're still faking it and that is what they call a shoot no yeah oh yeah oh yeah i'm telling you i'm telling you what do you mean no it's a shoot some of these jobbers around here so so this is show 301 wow that's going to get a great reaction. Uh, yeah, 301. No one cares about 301. They care about 300. No one cares about 501. They care about 500. You know what I mean? It's like, but the one, what about the one? The one is when you're back on the horse, like you're starting over now. Exactly. And that's new, what I'm new doing. New beginning. New beginnings. That's what we are doing here. So, yeah, I'm happy about that, about the back to football. Back the Buffalo Bills getting a new head coach and Sean McDermott. Um, also, the Broncos, they hired uh, former offensive def defense coordinator Vance Joseph. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I was hoping the Bills would get Vance Joseph. I, I like Vance Joseph. I, he's a great defensive coordinator, young football mind. I like him. I mean, I think he's going to do really well down there in Dolphinsville. Uh, you don't think so? I do. Uh, well, Aunt, Anthony was in Aunt, here earlier. Anthony's a Bronco fan. Oh. So he, he wasn't 100% sold. But, mm. I mean, there's there – a year removed away from a Super Bowl title, they they can af you get like a five year lease on on that mm. before you got to really like worry about yeah relevancy. Plus their defense is stout, so if they can figure out the offense, yeah, I agree. Uh, who else? No, the head coaches. All the other football news also is um, the Chargers are now definitely set to move to Los Angeles. They can leave San Diego. Uh, which I think yeah, kind of sucks. I mean, they, they've been just such a cornerstone there in the great city of San Diego to Chargers. I feel bad for those people in that community. I really do. I mean, look, for, you know, the drive from Los Angeles to San Diego, I've done it many times. It's not that far. It's a little bit over an hour, I guess, somewhere in that vicinity. I, I could be wrong, right or wrong here or there. Uh, you drive from L.A., you go through Anaheim, and boom, next thing you know, you're, before you know it, you're in uh, San Diego. So it's not that far away, but it's still, I mean, God, the San Diego Superchargers, man. They've been there in San Diego forever, 
And for them to split now is a little funky. And also the Raiders. Now, that's not locked in yet, but it's going to happen, I believe, right? I think it's locked in with the Las Vegas gimmick. Uh, that's not 100%, but it's more than likely. Yeah, I know. You sound like you were in the meetings and you kind of know what's going on. Mark Davis and I are very tight. We go to uh, P.F. Chang's fairly often together. You remember uh, just a few seconds ago uh, when I said, fake it till you make it? Test one, two. Oh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> that was you, my friend. So nice try. Thank so, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, so also I got to uh, what else I got to do? Oh, yeah, I want to talk about the Royal Rumble and some of the artwork, the poster of the Royal Rumble. There's a lot of scuttlebutt about that. I'm going to get to that in a second here and talk NXT. Got people calling the show already. Uh, on a serious uh, uh, note, though, I would like to say tomorrow will be no Taz show. Okay, I have to let you guys know that. Um, I know, oh, God, are you kidding me? You just came back from break and all that? Yeah, I know, I know. It, it's um, I've, it's a personal reason. I, I, we, had, we had a death in our family, okay? And so we, um, I cannot, uh, I obviously will not be working, uh, you know, tomorrow. So that's the reason, okay? Um, it's hard to discuss that, you know what I mean? Dennis, yeah, you, you did what you did. Yeah. I'm just you gave saying. an honest answer, yeah, and people uh, should respect that. Yeah, no, they will. Um, uh, but, yeah, so I just... It's tough, though, when you do a live show and, you know, I sometimes at time have fun out here and jocularity on the sometimes, show. Sometimes, all the time. Sometimes, yeah. So, you know, you bring up a topic like someone passing and someone's family, it's a serious topic. So it's tough to transition out of that. But uh, I just wanted uh, the audience to know the truth, and that's why there'll be no show tomorrow. I apologize. I'll be back on Monday for sure. We'll be back all next week. Um, you know, sometimes things happen, and that's just the way it goes, and, and priorities, obviously. So, apologize ahead of time that there will be no show tomorrow. You guys obviously can catch up at TazShow.com to all of the, um, you know, programming that we have uh, from all the shows that we've done here, uh, you know, on the Taz Show. So, you can watch them or listen to them. It's pretty cool, and it's all free. So, you know, it's a full uh, gimmick right there at TazShow.com. You can grab whatever you need to grab and watch it or listen to it whenever you want. So... I know a lot of you guys rely on the show live, or you listen to it in the morning on your, your commute, or maybe in the gym, or something like that, or just chilling out at home, or whatever you're doing, or you listen to the, the audio on demand, or you watch it. Uh, so, again, apologize, uh, just uh, no show tomorrow, um, and, and that's that, okay? So, uh, now, uh, speaking, of, um, speaking of, as I said earlier, about the Royal Rumble, so, uh, this poster, I don't know how many of you guys have seen this poster for the Royal Rumble. Apparently, the WWE put out uh, the poster for the show. And um, I think we have it. We can put it on the screen for those that haven't seen it. I believe this is from one of the WWE uh, media outlets, either their Facebook or Instagram or their website. WWE Network. Okay. Thank you. So, this is apparently the poster. So, as you see in the front, you got John Cena, you got The Undertaker, you got... You know, Goldberg, you got Brock. And then right behind them, you got Kevin Owens, you got uh, Roman Reigns, you got Charlotte. And then behind all of those folks, well, you need a little bit of magnifying uh, glass. And if you go even further back, (laughs) there's a guy that's the World Heavyweight Champion from SmackDown, and his name is uh, AJ Styles, as we zoom city. He's uh, all the way in the back towards the right, uh, in front of the door of that building, that fake building, next to Sasha Banks and Rich Swan. AJ Styles, upper right, if those that are watching, you see him there, uh, kind of, actually, Dean Ambrose is either in third row Jones, and and <laughs> and uh, I, I, I obviously don't think AJ belongs all the way back there, I just don't think that's smart, I, I really don't, I just 
he is the guy. I think Kevin Owens should be in the front, and I think AJ Styles should be in the front, and and I and Charlotte, and I, I, and I think champions need to be in the front. That's why they're the champions. They're the hood ornament. That's why they are the champions. I, you know, I I've gone through this diatribe about champions many times on my show, especially these singles, the the, the, the individual single champ. The end-all, be-all, and like in this case, a world heavyweight champion like <clears throat> AJ Styles, who is the, the bee's knees, who's a great talent, uh, and has had a great, great uh, legacy and history, and he's still rolling, and he's obviously uh, a, a full-throttle Hall of Famer, you know, when, when, it's, when he hangs up his boots. So you can't have him all the way back there on, on the poster. You just can't do this. You can't. And then, and then I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to call a spade a spade here. You know, you're getting not one, not two, not three, but four fellas. Four fellas. Four guys I know and four guys I respect that are not, in essence, full-time talents. <laughs> in Cena, Taker, Goldberg, Lesnar. And, and, and you're putting those guys in the front. I'm telling you from experience, okay, this type of stuff ticks off the talent they won't tell you on social media they won't sell it they won't act it if you could ask them you could say whatever you want to them nine out of ten times they're not going to respond to you or they just got you on mute or they're not looking at their mentions which i need to start doing so um that i'm telling you right now uh or they'll bash it which i doubt they'll do point is they don't need to tell the audience people on social media or fans or whatever how they really feel about it. it's their pro- personal business. If they're pissed about the poster, that's their their own prerogative to say something or not say something, or to go to the boss and say, "Hey, what the hell? I am the world champ. You know why? Why am I like you know all the way in the back where you know no one can see me? What? What? Why are, are four guys and and all the respect to them and their success and that they're big stars? I get it. Why are they all the way in the back like that? Now, I'm going to tell you guys something else, okay? Something that, well, I'll defend WWE creative, okay? Most of the times, they have nothing to do with this, including Vince McMahon, okay? I think Vince, I would assume, I shouldn't say I think, I would assume Vince or or someone in head of creative has to approve these posters, but he's not designing the poster, and and the writers aren't making the poster. They're not saying, put AJ in the back. They're not doing that. Um, I would assume... If Vince was someone who approved this or anybody in power in WWE, not just Vince McMahon, they would have said, well, look, we got massive star power in the front here. You know, what with, with Cena, with Taker, with Lesnar and Goldberg. That's massive, massive star power. And it is. There's no doubt. And Charlotte there. And right in the dead center, you got Roman Reigns. You know, if anybody you put towards the back, and, and I'm telling you this for a reason now. And where the hell is uh, Seth Rollins? Oh, I see. He's in the seas. They're kind of in the same row as the New Day and Randy Orton. He's right next to Randy Orton. So he's like in the fourth row. If anybody should be pushed back further, it's Roman Reigns, and not for the reason you think. I'm not saying that for the reason you think. Roman Reigns, that's how you get Roman Reigns over with, with the hardcore fans. Okay? You put him towards the back. Now, does that make sense to you, Dennis? Or I'm just curious, just from your, a fan's perspective. Yeah, I'm looking at the poster, and... I mean, I agree. You got to make the champs seen, you know. Sir, please answer my question. Not today. Okay, listen. I'm asking you. Do you understand why I'm saying Roman Reigns needs to go in the back? Yes. And why? Why that would help him with the hardcore audience, the true hardcore wrestling WWE fan. 
That I don't know. <laughs> you want to think about it for a little while? Does it build heat? No, sir. It does not build heat. Kind of a comic. Well, fill me in. Please. I, I will take my coffee and throw it at myself if you ever say that again. <laughs> Just pour hot coffee on my head. Listen, Please don't. You, you put Roman Reigns towards the back, and that gets him over with the hardcore fans because it's like, well, wait a minute. And I'm not saying it's an instant get over. It's the little things like that where you put him where he's against the machine, where the machine is not always in his corner. So people like that. That this scrunt. That that was. I did that my my whole run in ECW. I was disgruntled. I was pissed off at the authority. And then WWE ended up doing with Steve Austin. In that order. <laughs> so, but I'm just saying, like, that 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 works. That People can relate to that. People can relate that the machine is against them in their workplace or their career. The masses get that. So you, you do that with someone like a Roman Reigns. You push him to the back. You do stuff like that. That doesn't mean he's going to get pushed on the show. Little stuff like that, instead of putting him not just dead center, but right in the middle of the two recognizable faces of Goldberg and Undertaker. And I would think after the Royal Rumble, you're not even going to see Goldberg ever again. I would think, no, yes, maybe so, right? WrestleMania, maybe, but after, well, good point. after, after that, good definitely point. not. After that, no. He's not on the road. These guys, look, I'm big into who's drawing the house. Who, you know, who who's going, you know, to, 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 to Waco to, to a live event on a Friday night? Is John Cena? No. Is Brock? No. Is Taker? No. Is Goldberg? No. You know who, who's going to you know you know who's going to Fresno to a house show on, on, on a matinee gimmick on a Saturday? Uh, no. You know who's going? You know AJ Styles. You know Dean Ambrose. You know uh, uh, Seth Rollins. These guys are going. Bray Wyatt. The guys that are in the back. Those guys are going. Yes, Charlotte's going, of course, and Roman Reigns is going. I'm saying to the house shows, and of course, Kevin Owens. I think Kevin Owens, it's fine that he's he's so up front. You just got to keep Kevin Owens and AJ Styles, even Stephen Jones. You got to keep them level, in my opinion. They are both the champions of their, their individual respective brands. And you have to keep that going, where it's level. And I've complained and bitched and moaned about how the WWE pushes the universal title and how Kevin has had to share time with with Chris Jericho, no matter whose idea it is. I just don't think that's smart, especially that, you know, let's be honest, Kevin ended up being a transitional champ because Finn got injured, and I think he's the right guy that you put the title on, and, and I think people love the fact that Kevin Owens won that match back when he won that title. I think that was in, like, Houston or San Antonio, somewhere in Texas on TV, and Hunter was holding up his, his hand and all that jazz. I think there was a beautiful Taz show behind them. Yes. Yes. There was at that particular event, but I digress. But but the thing is, they then they, they you, you just put Jericho in bed on camera constantly with Kevin Owens, and it takes away, in my opinion, of that universal title. The only thing that keeps that title still credible is because the guy that has it is credible. Now, I'm not contradicting myself. Kevin Owens is an extremely credible in-ring performer. And there's no doubt about it. And he's great on a stick microphone for you novices. So, you know, there's no doubt. No doubt. But you got to keep him and AJ level. It makes no sense that AJ is all the way back row Jones. That makes no sense to me. It's crazy. What do you, what do you, I mean, what, why would you do that to him? Well, whoever designed this or approved this poster, what are you thinking? You don't know how that's going to hurt. That could hurt AJ. Why? That, that He's the face of that brand, SmackDown. You're pushing the piss out of him on TV. 
Why would you do that? What are you turning this guy into? You can't do that. You just can't do that. I'm starting to get a little hot. Am I wrong in any way here? Please don't just be a sycophant and agree with me. Well, you, you're like, what does sycophant mean? <laughs> like, I put, but I do agree with you. Like, he's your... You He's your agree. SmackDown champion. Put him in the front. Let, him, like, agree let with people me. see you him. You have to agree because I'm correct, sir. <laughs> and you and I discussed this before the show. And I know. I know. I know you agree. I need to take a sip of coffee. Hang on a second. <sighs> Sorry. So, um, I don't like to just sip and gulp Jones while I'm working. You know, it's unprofessional. You know what I mean? So, you give a little, you know. Please pause the programming for a moment as this person takes in his caffeine. Yesterday, I flipped out because I couldn't find my coffee in Segwon Jones. We know where it was. And then what happened? I went nuts all around the halls. Where the F is my coffee? What the F is And I went nuts. Should have played the hot-cold game. <laughs> Colder. Bro, I walk back in. Tell him what happened. Tell the story. So, Taz walks around. The entire floor is empty. Nobody's here, as we said this earlier. Kind of angry. Very, not kind of very. I need my caffeine. Stomping nuts. around. Walks in. He goes, bro, where the hell's my coffee? Oh, it's right behind you on the ledge. It's right on the sh- there's a shelf behind me. You're right back there. Coffee was sitting right behind me. Hot cold game. That was a good one. Very funny. Very funny. Yes. Um, yeah. So anyway, so the poster gimmick, is, it's a little it's a little annoying. It is. I, I think I've explained it. I mean, look, even uh, you would say that, well, well, then who do we put in the back row? Then why? Well, I think you could you could you know clump in your tag teams back there, put them back there, you know. Um, I I I think that hold on, let me zoom in. I don't want to be disrespectful here. Oh jeez, I'm having problems with this gimmick. Hold on. So it looks like Sasha. I said Sasha Banks is back there. Neville's all the way in the back row. Uh, who else? Um, is that Kalisto? Kalisto's. One row behind AJ Styles. How's that? <laughs> the Miz is one row behind. The Miz should be up top, up front. He's making the house show at Waco. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? If you look all the way to the left, our truth is on the same oh, level as AJ man, Styles. I love our truth, bro. I, I love him. I Great do. guy. He's a good guy, man. I've you know, worked with him. But, God damn. I, I don't know if Vince approved this. Is this the official poster? We're sure. Yes. WWENetwork.com. Okay, please, sir. But there's no reason to get angry. <laughs> Calm down. One more word, and I'm hanging up on you. Getting a little testy. Relax. I just, I'm just saying. I'm just very surprised at this. So, all right, whatever. What are you going to do? I mean, I, it just I, the AJ Styles thing is glaring. And then there was some scuttlebutt on the internet, right? People were upset over this, right? Nobody, nobody was happy. Nobody. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you who was happy. Goldberg, probably. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's true. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and then there's room out. There's a talk out there. We sort of posted a gimmick or whatever. We were on the Instagram of WWE Goldberg or whatever it was. He's advertised for WWE Fastlane. Yes, sir. Yeah, so what is that? What date is that? So that's 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 probably that's before the Rumble, obviously. February 5th off yeah, the top yeah. of my so head. He's I might working all the big shows, all the pay-per-views. Wow, look at this guy. Unbelievable. Man. Well, you know what? He delivered. You know, he showed up in, in that first time, and 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 like I said, they you know they promoted the piss out of him that he was going to be there, and he delivered. He got over. He got a great pop. He got re- he was good on the stick. His intensity was there. His body was in good shape. I mean, so you know, he got over. God bless him. Good for him. No harm, no foul. I mean, but you know, still, I, I mean, it's not like Goldberg saying or Taker saying, "Put me in the front of that poster." They're not doing that. That that's not how this works, guys. This this is 
you know, the, the art team comes up with the poster and they got to get it approved by someone. And I would, I would guess someone, like I said earlier, someone who had charge creative or maybe, you know, Ste- probably Stephanie McMahon, if not Vince. I, oh, I, I don't know. I mean, I just, I, I don't know how it's okay that that your world champ is is backdoor Jones. I, I don't get it. I just not only that, it. he was our, he was the unanimous number one best wrestler between the three of us, you, I, and Seth, in our fantasy draft. So it shows how, like, what he's done for the company in a short time. He hasn't even been there a full year. The Royal Rumble will make a full year. Well, should I contact Vince McMahon and tell him that we did a, a fantasy thing and that we... Should I let him know? He listen. would listen. Yeah, he would. I mean, I, that's obvious. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. I mean, I, I mean, you think I should do it? it Just shoot couldn't him hurt. like a text or something? Or maybe send him a clip of the show? Smart. <laughs> we'll get Video Brian to edit it nicely. People let me tell you about my best friend. I don't know. Maybe. I might have to go back up to that deli in Stanford. I know, you know what? What did you get? I got a ham and Swiss hero with mayo and lettuce. No tomato. And I'll tell you why. Okay, because the tomato makes it like a sloppy, shitty sandwich. You know, when you put the tomato, it gets a little sloppy. With the mayonnaise, it fruit slips off. It's like, it's like a slope. So you got like a red tomato fruit just slipping right off the set. You know what I'm talking about. I do. You seem like a man who might have delved into tomato and mayo once or twice in your life. Big, big sandwich guy. I believe this. So I did a little ham and Swiss. I go, I go traditional Jones. Ham and Swiss, <clears throat> hero, you seem disappointed in my choice. Why? No, I'm not. I I feel like ham and Swiss doesn't need lettuce. Just ham, Swiss, mustard. That's no, a, that's because I wanted to have something healthy in the sandwich. <laughs> uh, smart. <laughs> ah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Honey, I ate well today. I had some lettuce. <laughs> you can't just have the carbs for the bread and the ham and the Swiss. You're but right. it was the Alpine Lace Swiss. It was a lower fat. And it was a low sodium um, ham, if I don't mind pointing out. The mayo was light also. It didn't taste light, but they say it was light. That's what the guy said. The guy who made the sandwich at the deli was like 600 pounds. But he said, oh, yeah, it's light mayo. I'm like, all right, thanks, bro. Yeah, t- <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, I got you. Don't worry about it. He put like a giant wooden spoon, splat, just splatted it on there. Get you constipated. You eat too much mayo. You know? I'm getting hungry. You know, if you eat too much mayo, you can get cramps. You can get constipated. You can have bathroom issues. <laughs> that can happen to you. You got to be careful if you don't indulge too much condiments, especially mayo, because it's, it could be gassy. And then you get cramps in your lower belly and then your, your bladder area. And next thing you know, you're, you know, it's like you, you, you got problems. You know, you just. So I had to be careful because I, I drove all the way up there to Stanford just to go to the deli. So, you know. And then you were like, I might as well see Vince. No, no, no. I just stopped by. I drove by and I just drove by the, you know, I just drove by the. <laughs> just the, a, a crop dusting? Wave the guys over there. Yeah, I just stopped in for a second now, you know. Hey, guys, you got to try the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was cold out, so I didn't want to eat in the street like a you know a heathen. So, and the car, my car's got no heat. You know, times are rough. You know, I, mean, I got I got a broken down car. You know, I mean, well, bro, I mean, I, I don't do a broadcast radio show like a <laughs> WFAN. I'm not a big star. I'm a jobber. I mean, I'm just I'm Western States, so I can't afford heat in my car. What does that make me? <sighs> well, you're Lowlander Jones, <laughs> but. But you also do work over there, too. You and Anthony, you know, you're the Viking, you guys all running around playing grab ass at CBS Sports Network. Big shots. A lot of grab assing yeah. going on. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, not me. Uh-uh. Jobber City. Uh-uh-uh. Hey, uh, Matt in Florida, you're on a Tash Show. 
Hey, Taz, congratulations on uh, show number 301. <laughs> ah, thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. Yeah, in the words of Matt Hardy, your show has been wonderful. What's marvelous? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Uh, I had a question. Do you think Samoa Joe will appear at the Royal Rumble, and would it make him look stronger if he didn't wrestle in the match, but maybe because of his history with AJ Styles, interferes in the John Cena match, and somehow that sets up a possible WrestleMania match between John Cena and Samoa Joe? Yeah, I, I think you could do everything you said. You just got to, from from Royal Rumble to Mania, you really got to build AJ that he has, in, in storyline, earned a right or got the opportunity to become number one contender type thing. You got to have Samoa Joe really buzz through some people, and you got to build the piss out of Samoa Joe then from Rumble all the way to Mania. You feel me? Yeah, but but now hold on now. But the thing is, like, see the whole thing, uh, Matt. A lot of people, you know, uh, they ask me questions, and and I and I want to give like opinions and thoughts on what could happen to the Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble is probably the toughest uh, match, like the actual Royal Rumble, the Battle Royal, we'll call it. It's not a Battle Royal, as we know, but it's like a Battle Royal. That whole thing is tough to really give. Um, you know, I'm not an on-defense guy, but it's tough to really give a lot of... There's a lot of different ways to go, Matt, in those type of matches from a physical standpoint. Meaning run-ins and who's going to eliminate who. Someone tweeted me earlier this morning, and I apologize, I don't remember who it was. And it was a good thought. They're like, hey, do you think The Undertaker will eliminate in the Rumble both Goldberg and Brock? It's a great idea. That could happen. But there's so many different ways you can go from a booking agent producer role with a Royal Rumble-style match. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't think... Joe should be in the match itself. Right, no, no, I got you. No, I understand yeah. what you're saying. No, I just veered off of your topic because I did answer your question, sir. I know. Could I, could I ask just one more question? Oh, no. Yes, go ahead. Yes, oh. go for it. No, I'm kidding. Do you, I'm kidding. Do, you, do you think now that you're best friends with the WWE <laughs> that you will be uh, buying that uh, orange and black suit to get into the Hall of Fame this year? Oh, yeah. I really, I'm having it made right now. My wife, uh, she's working on a good dye company to dye her wedding dress orange so it looks good at the Hall of Fame. Oh, I'm in. I'm definitely in. You kidding me? They put me in this year, guaranteed. I yeah, don't know. orange and black uh, cummerbund and uh, <laughs> you damn right, like Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, Dumb and Dumber, yeah. but different. I, I, yeah. I, I won't do the bow tie. I'll do a necktie. You know, necktie Jones. And yeah, I'll do the whole thing. Oh yeah, I'm in. I, yeah, between me and you, Dennis, and thank you, Matt, for calling. Between you, me, and Matt, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm definitely in. You kidding me? Should I book my ticket now? Am I allowed to come? Well, they said I can invite twelve people. I'm thirteen, aren't I? You're fourteen. Oh. So, yeah. So, on that note, uh, no, you're not going to the whole thing. Um, and I'm probably not either. Uh, so. Yes. So, anyway, look, on that note, i got to go to break here. i got I got a lot to do in the show. I want to talk about NXT. Uh, we've got people calling the show. It's very busy. It's a, it's a Thursday edition Taz show. You know how it is here. We don't play around. Break time, Jones. Okay, I need to go to the bathroom. I need to get more coffee. I need some water. I want some ginger ale because my throat is a little dry. And I'm going to get a foot massage. Okay, I'll be right back. Taz show. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network Featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. So I was checking in some uh, scuttlebutt out of here on this Thursday here. I know said a little bit yesterday, a little some of the stuff on the uh, Twitter. The uh, Mark Hunt. Uh, no re- relation to Mike. Uh, is suing UFC <laughs> to Dennis Jones. <laughs> no joke gets by him. Mark Hunt one. is a very good one, right? Mark Hunt is suing UFC and Brock Lesnar over uh, UFC 200. 
for, I guess, saying that uh, Lesnar was uh, on uh, performance enhancement uh, supplementation, as some would call it, and and that the UFC knew it. Or was that that his problem here? Dennis, is that the problem? Yeah, like he, he's uh, he was very upset. He was very adamant, like when when it, when he lost whatever, and then it came out that Lesnar failed the uh, failed the test. Yeah, Hunt was furious yeah, that yeah. he lost. I know, he, I remember that. He I was up in arms, so, I mean, he's taking every legal action so he now can. he's suing, yeah. Now he's suing, yeah. Jeez. Hand out Jones, what are we doing? I also, some more UFC chatter, kind of, you know, Floyd Mayweather, not UFC guy, but he responds to Conor McGregor, a $100 million offer with a $15 million uh, and cutoff of the percent. What? What is this? It did. Uh, he was on. He was on an ESPN show. Yeah, I, I believe. Oh, this wasn't it was on the first Twitter. take. No, he was on first take. Why yesterday. are we promoting ESPN? Well, I mean, it's headlines. It's Conor McGregor. It's Floyd Mayweather. Okay. All right. So he was on a show yesterday. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, and he and they obviously they asked him about it, and he said he was like, "Look, I'm not going to give him 100 million, but I'll give him 15 million, and then a cut of the percentage at the gate." You know what Floyd Mayweather's giving him, and you know what Conor McGregor is giving Mayweather. Nothing and nothing. This whole thing is just a—it's just a way for them to even build the millions of followers they both have as it is. It's just to build their brand and their social media. It's the biggest load of malarkey, as some would say. That—that that, uh, it's a big workload of bullshit. Let's be honest. That's what the whole thing is. It really is. And then a schmuck like me comes out here and talks about it. <laughs> what the hell is we, wrong with we me? We bought right in. I, I, I really, I, you know, I, I got to be out of my mind to talk about this, but it's kind of newsworthy, so I do. I mean, I, I'm not talking about it long, but I got to be nuts in my brain to talk about this. What are you nuts? I mean, it makes no sense. This is not happening. If the fight were to happen, McGregor would destroy him, meaning Mayweather, unless they're gonna just throw hands. Then Mayweather's gonna destroy McGregor. It's simple. It's the typical boxer versus grappler. It's, 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 it's happened forever. If they're throwing gloves on and they're just going to throw hands and box, okay, Mayweather's going to beat the piss out of the guy in one round. There's no doubt about it. But if you can shoot a single or double leg or high crotch a guy and lift and dump him and, and, and ride him on the mat and do stuff like that, then McGregor's going to kill him. It's that simple. But it's never happening. It don't matter. See, I'm still talking about it. Stop me. Stop. Stop. Why? Damn it! <sighs> Test one, two. All right. So anyway, I just wanted to get into that a little bit. And uh, now moving on. But, but, but before I move on, uh, you as a guy who, you know, you're, you're a knock-around guy, you know, the lumberjack. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know, you're, 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 you're a regular guy. You're a Joe's Joe, you know, crazy ginger guy. Sports, CBS Sports. Oh, I'm at the fan. I'm with all the cool guys. With all the cool kids over there, right? I'm in the cool kid club right now. No, no, you're not. No, Western States. But I've seen you. I've seen you over there. I've seen your swagger, the difference. Oh, I got my leather jacket oh, on. I'm high-fiving, yeah. giving, giving the guns. What's up? You're wearing a leather-like cap. It looks like the, the taxi driver cap. The Sami Zayn hat. Exactly. And I see you And then I, I see you at that one special. You're like, yeah, I know you, Taz. You used to be in ECW. And you walked away from me. That was nice. Nice to meet you, pal. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You act like a big shot. No Cell Jones. No Cell Jones. Then you come to my house and you're humble city kid, right? So that, right? So, but over at your house, you act like a hot shot. 
Double gimmick. Yes, yeah. So then now when I go do the special, the Royal Rumble special in a couple of weeks, over at the, uh, we'd go there, I should say, and go there to CBS Sports Radio, you're going to run around because you're in your hood now. And you're going to act like a big shot. Now, we can, we can do this one of two ways. Oh, really? Okay. We can, we can have me be the big shot since it is a home game for me. Or, okay. <laughs> or you and I can team up. Let's get a little faction going. Really? And we can run roughshod. I, dude, I don't need. I could. I could fight anybody. I, well, I know that. What? What? What are you? Are we fighting people? What are we doing? We might have to. Who are we fighting? I don't know. We're getting into a fist fight. I need people to sign releases. If we're throwing punches, I need them to sign papers first. Oh, I'll get them to sign. I can't just go there and start throwing punches at Mark Chernoff. Could you imagine? No, no. We're leaving <laughs> the big wigs out of it. Mark Chernoff put the car. I'll take you on, Taz. That wrestling he stuff is fake. He definitely stands like John Sullivan. Oh, yeah. That wrestling ah, stuff is fake, there, put buddy. Put him up there, kiddo. Come on, young man. That wrestling stuff's a work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> what he would say. I know Van Dam took a swat at you. I could kick your ass. I'm Mark Chernoff. You kidding me? I know. That's what he's saying. I got it. I got it. I got it. Hi, Vey. Uh, anyway, uh, Charlie in Brooklyn, you're on the Taz Show. What's going on, buddy? Taz, what's up, buddy? How are you, my friend? I'm good, man. I had a different question, but I'm I'm switching it up based off your reaction to the whole Mark Hunt thing now. Yes, sir. Gotta, yes, sir. Yeah. I got to ask you, why it sounded like you were a little critical of him doing that? I mean, if you think about it, these guys, their health is on the line when someone's taking an illegal substance and could be doing some serious damage to them. I think that all these people should be held accountable. No, Charlie, I'm not saying they should be held accountable. I just don't think athletes should. I, I, look, in the NFL, uh, and not just the NFL, we'll just take the NFL because the football season is almost over. It, it, this, this has been going on for years. This is, I mean, there are some guys that are natural, some guys that are not. And, and, and I, you know, uh, so what? Uh, the quarterbacks in the NFL, if they're all natural, they need to sue uh, a, a linebacker because he blitzed and he might, you know, he, maybe he's dirty and he breaks a guy's shoulder. Okay, so it's different in the fight environment because they're in a cage, Charlie. I mean, I just don't think that, I don't know, I just, as a, as a former athlete, and a guy who's been in that environment and where there are, you know, anabolic steroids and growth hormone being dipped around. Uh, I, I, I just, to me, I just don't, it's, I don't know if it's a code of honor thing, Charles, you know what I mean? Like a machismo thing, like with the boys, you know, type thing. I don't know if that makes more sense for you, but I, I, you, you are right. I did kind of scoff a little bit at it in my reaction. Yes. Yeah, it's just, I, I get what you're saying at the NFL, but this is literally you're guaranteed to be gay punched in the face. Right. No, I know. I know. You're right about that. I agree, but I don't know, man. You know what it is, Charles? I just think it's like, for me, like I said, bro, I'm a a locker room guy, meaning what happens in the locker room stays in the locker room. I came up in the business that way. I understand guys are getting punched in the face. I got that. I understand it's a shoot. I understand all that. Believe me, I know it, but... I don't. I don't remember the last time, Charlie. Unless you could educate me that this has ever happened, where a boxer or a mixed martial artist or somebody wanted to file action or suit because they feel like they were fighting someone who was. Has this ever happened? I don't even know. Well, the UFC is now has taken great pride in for the past like plus of year. They have USADA basically doing all their blood tests, and all these guys are getting busted now. And no, I know that. Yeah. Work. Right. 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 Okay. Now, yep. Because they're making it a big deal to make a huge effort to clean, clean it up, clean it up. Right, and right. I think it. I think he's got a very valid point. I mean, you can do some serious damage to somebody. Yeah, I but think. bro, bro, you could do serious damage. This seems. Listen, okay. 
Just because if someone is, I'm not saying Brock is or is whatever, it's none of my business, but if someone is, uh, you know, enhanced, that doesn't make them tougher. Okay, that's just like the baseball thing with the steroids. I mean, I, everybody has their own opinion. I mean, like, you know, Barry Bonds, all that jazz, and all these other guys that were in home runs, Sammy Sosa, all these guys. Look at man. You know, you hit home runs because of hand-eye coordination and quick hands, twitch muscle. I mean, and, and, and it's, it's, it's not it's, – sure, you, you're going to get stronger, but people that have never dabbled or taken anabolics or performance enhancements or growth hormone – a lot of times, not the stereotype here, Charlie, but they feel that it's the overview. It seems like folks that never done this feel or come off like it's a magical pill or an injection that you take. And it's like a cartoon. Oh, I'm strong now and I can kill people and I can hit home runs and I can knock people out with one punch. That's not how this works. I'm ripped. I have abs. I'm huge now because I took these pills. That's, yeah, no, nah, I get what you're that's saying. That's not how it works. Charlie, you're breaking up a little bit. I couldn't hear you, bro. Say it again. Oh, I, I get what you're saying. Oh, I got you. What, what, what I'm just saying is, though, that, like, all right, for example, Christine Cyborg, um, she's a proven, she's proven in the past to have taken stuff. And right. now she just got busted again. Right, right, right. Should she honestly be able to fairly fight these people now that it's been a proven thing that she is a juicer? And, I mean, you look at the other women that she's going against, and I'm not saying none of them are, but, like, she's a proven commodity to have done it. I know, but now Charlie, Charlie, check this out, bro. But not, I, I, I get special treatment. I mean, come on. Listen, but Charlie, what I'm saying is like about who's on stuff and who's not. I, I swear to you, I'm not saying I'll be right all the time. I could sit in a bar with you, Charlie, and watch UFC or or other stuff where people are not dressed a lot and they're competing, okay, and tell you who I think is natural or not natural. And I bet you I'll probably be right more than I'm wrong. And I'm here to tell you that a lot of those folks in UFC that I see – Men and women that are competing are not natural. And it's not just in their industry. It's, it's, it's in a lot of industries, especially where you can see people's physiques and their bodies. Men and women in, in the mixed martial arts game, obviously pro wrestling, everywhere. So it's, not, it's, it's been in sport for many, many years. It gives you a little bit more of an edge. It does. I mean, but it's not a miracle drug. I'm not, I know you didn't say that, Charles. So I don't want to put words in your mouth. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate it. I, I agree with you. I mean, especially WWE. I, I don't want to call. I'm not going to names because I don't know for sure. Yeah. I'm not going to play that game. Yeah. Um, but like, there's, I mean, if you think about it, you probably get what I'm alluding to. There's been a couple people past year or so in WWE that have been gone and then now all of a sudden they're back and their veins are ripped through like I've never seen before. But if you look, but I don't think I'm going to tell you, Charles, one more thing before I forget. And, I, and you're right, I hear what you're saying, bro, I do. But the other thing I want to say, and before we wrap up here, the other thing, dude, is like what you have seen all that stuff, like what, not just what you have seen with the NFL and all the stuff. You, you know, we don't know as a fan base, right? We don't know when people are getting tested. Are they all getting tested at the same time? Are they not? You know what I mean? It's it's sporadic. We don't know. I don't know if that's really privy, like that type of thing. So well, they make that public. Some people, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry is, it, is, off, it, is it random in the UFC? Like, what, what do you know about it? It's random, but then they do make it public. That's how John Jones got public. I know, I know, they, I know they do make it public, but what I'm saying is if it's random, okay, so you don't know when it's going to be, but – if you get tested in March, there's a great chance you're not getting tested for another couple of months. Well, if you have a fight coming up, there's a good chance you are. I mean, that's how that's how they got Jones. Right. No, no, I know. I remember the Jones thing. But, you know, Jones, it's funny. 
Jones. <laughs> Too much. Um, well, look, Charles, I appreciate the discussion, uh, you know, really. And I hear where you're coming from. I'm just giving you a different side of it, and you're giving me your side. And, 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 and I understand. Look, at the end of the day, it'd be great. It'd be a perfect world if, if mainstream sports and uh, everything, uh, mixed martial arts, uh, pro wrestling, if everything, if everybody was clean and natural and drinking milk and, and eating wheat bread. You know, but that's just not the way it is, bro. This, there's money on the line and people are doing stuff. And, I, again, I know you didn't say they're not. I'm just giving you my, my commentary. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I appreciate it. And uh, thank you for always making my morning. Loving the new producer. He's a good guy. And, uh, as usual, the Brock Lesnar of callers, Charlie from Brooklyn, took up an entire segment. I'm very proud. Yes. Well, that's what the Brooklyn guys do. They can't shut their mouth, Charlie. You know what I mean? All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, be good, buddy. Take care, man. We'll see you. Thanks for Thanks. calling. All right. Please take care, you bro. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 See, now, he makes a good point. I understand where he's coming from. I do. Uh, you know, I just... <clears throat> I'm not one of those guys that that hates on that. I don't know about your take on the whole performance enhancement in, in football and baseball. And you have a stance on it. It don't bother me. I I understand it's wrong, but if you're not cheating, you're not trying. I'm, I'm in that camp. But at the same time, if you get caught, you well, gotta, the guy you just gotta, said he liked you. Now he's you, you got to face the consequences. Of course you do. If you're gonna you cheat, be accountable. If you're gonna you cheat, that's fine. Right, right. But know, if you get caught. Right. Time to pay the piper. I agree. You got to be accountable. I know that. No one's saying you don't have to. Please, sir. Please. Follow the bouncing ball. So um, so last night, the NXT, uh, I thought it was a good show. Uh, I didn't think it was amazing. I thought it was good. Um, they did something very at the tippy top of the show uh, where um, early, they did an earlier today deal where Oscar shows up to the arena and she gets attacked. Okay, and she gets attacked by Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, who I like both these girls. I've talked about them a lot on my show in the recent past. Billy Kay, I'm a big fan of hers, uh, a little bit more than Peyton. I think they're both good together. I think they'll both be really good separately, but I think Billy Kay has the potential, the look, her style. She's got to get a little more crisp in the ring, but she's on her way to, to that she could be someone who could capture that woman's title in NXT. And I think she's that good. She has that ability. Not now. Not right now. I don't know if she's ready just yet. But she's getting close. Um, there's just something about her. She's got that look. But but um, they did this attack. And, and first of all, from a creative standpoint, um, the actual concept of let's have these two girls beat up Asuka and build this heat and all this jazz... That is very smart, and it's the right way to get heat on someone like Asuka because you build Asuka as this killing machine that's unstoppable, okay? And, and uh, you know, you've built her as this <clears throat> uh, buzzsaw from Japan, no pun intended to Tajiri, but you've built her as this buzzsaw in the women's division who just completely destroys everybody. And, and she pulls it off great, and I'm a fan of Asuka. So sometimes when you do that, though, and I know this because, you know, I've lived this gimmick as a killer, you know, and I wasn't nine feet tall, and Oscar's not like the size of Nia Jax. So, um, you know, you got to find a way to get some sympathy on her and some heat on her, and they did it. They did it the right way with two girls who actually have heat. These two girls have heat when they come out and they, they talk and they work and the way they walk, the way they look. Uh, uh, Peyton and Billy Kay, they both, they do. They have good heat. I, I liked it very much. I liked that it segued into a match. Uh, but before I get into the match, I want to still talk about that earlier today bit. So they beat up Asuka into, that, uh, into the bus, the NXT van, a bus, whatever it was, right? The physicality was good. The way it was shot was cool, except for one thing. 
I am not a fan of the fact that you see these two or three guys. I don't know if they were wrestlers or local wrestlers or security. I don't know who these guys were. They were bigger guys. And they're sitting there watching these two girls beat up this one girl. And they're doing nothing about it. Nothing. They don't get in there in between to stop or to pull those girls off of her. Nothing. They did nothing. Except when the heels walked away, then they helped. Did you not notice that? You didn't I, notice that. I didn't. I mean, right. I didn't think anything of it just because right. I'm... Right. Well, that's why I sit here and you sit yeah, there. So exactly. It's, okay. it's totally okay. So, no, no, I'm being sarcastic, but I'm, I'm kind of serious also. Yes. Uh, so, so, so the thing... No. Well, you wouldn't notice that. Because, no. see, the way it's shot is they don't want you to notice it. And most... Uh, fans aren't noticing it because those guys that they have on the left are part of kind of background ambiance, background, because, you know, it wouldn't just be an empty loading dock area or whatever. But then you can't have them be guys that either look like wrestlers or agents or they're bigger guys or security. You got to have them as maybe it's it's women that are working in catering for the building or it's 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 a custodian that's a female something. Or, or a smaller guy that's a custodian, somebody in the back, like, oh my God, what's going on? Where they're afraid to get involved. You can't have guys that are six four, six five, standing around like, whoa, 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 while two chicks are beating up. You know, let's just a couple of heel male wrestlers, and then we get it. Then the announcers could say, hey, bury him. Like, why wouldn't they come in and help out? Why didn't you know, whatever, uh, help out and 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 um. You know, whatever. Why didn't uh, this is a bad example? Authors of pain. What, they were sitting there watching this, or they were drinking coffee. Not again, not authors of pain. But w- when they, when they wouldn't help, why wouldn't Paul Ellery? He's standing there. Go help these girls. Well, because he's a heel. Now the announcers could say that, and they put heat on Ellering too. So if you're gonna have, if you want people in the background, and it's gonna be workers in sense, then make it people that maybe we know, so the announcers could bury them and put the heat on them too. Instead of just having a couple of guys hanging around and, you know, these two girls are beating up this, this one girl and they don't even help. So they obviously were compassionate enough, and this is all in, you know, all in the creative of it, right? They're obviously, meaning, uh, meaning these, these three or four fellows there, they're obviously compassionate human beings and they're not heels because they went over. Did they not go over to Oscar when the heels left? Yeah, they did. They did. So that you're showing us as an audience that they have compassion. Yeah, now it's weird because why didn't you help her That's right. when she was getting beat down? That's right. That's exactly right. See, so th- this is it's probably, that's probably hack stuff there. That's where people... So, Dennis, you might not be familiar what happens here with, with, with the whole definition of a hack alert. That's, okay. that's something we would call a hack alert right there. Where others will do kind of a show or a five-minute podcast, and they will they will take that and act like it's theirs. Never hack, Dennis. Never, Lumberjack, sir. I don't plan on it. Don't. Always give credit. See, like the good moment, sir? That was Mike Johnson. He can have it. Yes. But well, we borrow it. But we borrow it, and we give him credit at times for it. Yes. And then once I fire him from the show, I will still always remember him, God rest his soul, that he gave us that. I will always say that about him. Always. Yes. But you got to have those people on the outside helping her. Or I got a way to avoid that. Don't show them. Don't show them and show other people. It's, it's, it's full sale university. There's obviously people that work there. You got other people that are that running around, you know, working for, 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 the, for the school or the catering or they got food there, right? 
Kind of that fool. Yeah, Chef. Let's have Chef Mike in the background. He's running around <laughs> making friggin' brownies or something. Chef yeah. Mike has gotten a lot of play this week. Chef Mike is over like Rover, bro. That's why. So yeah, uh, but no, I'm just saying. Like that jumped out to me right away. I sit there and I watch it, and I'm like, God, dog it, man. What are we doing, man? See, those are the type of things that you know. I know why they're there. They're there for 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 background feel. Look, look when you watch Raw or SmackDown, you'll see a talent walking to the ring. I mean, walking backstage. Coming up after break, you know, we're going to have Dean Ambrose. He's going to be in a, uh, you know, Ambrose Asylum doing his promo, whatever. As he's walking backstage, you see, you'll see a writer or somebody talking to another guy. You'll see a girl talking to, like, somebody who works in the building or, or guys, people that are staffers for WWE. Staffers, that's a good word. So, no, but you don't see them do anything. See, I remember when. I heard this stuff where it was like, we need people backstage because when guys, we call it a walk to the ring. When guys are doing a walk to the ring, okay, meaning backstage to go to break, you don't see, you used to not see anyone near them. All right, clear the shot. We got we got the Rock going to do a walk. Clear the shot. All right, we got, uh, you know, whatever. You know, we got DX going to do a walk to the ring backstage. It's clear. Everybody get out of the shot. Well, my past couple years before I left WWE, they changed it. No, don't clear the shot. Let's plant the shot so it looks, that's, you know, that's number one stuff. See, so I bring it, bro. I bring the wood. You know what I'm saying? So I bring the wood and you chop it. Yes. 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 (laughs) Marvelous. So, yeah, you didn't laugh. You don't think it's funny. No, it was good. You don't think it's funny? It was good. Oh, yeah? It was good? You don't seem like you thought it was good. You seem like you're pissed you didn't think of it. Uh, that, that's what it is. Yeah, you seem like you're a little angry. That's my gimmick. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. So there's my thing on that opening segment. Um, and I'm going to go to break. Other side of break, I'll get full throttle into NXT and talk about the match that Billy Kane Payton uh, had to, to kick off NXT. Um, also, before we go to break, real quick. Uh, yeah, we're going to have that new segment soon. Probably next week we'll debut it. Uh, Soaring Through Social Media. S A W apostrophe I N soaring lumberjack I'm a little lumberjack something Chainsaw Jones right something and uh, I got to give credit to Anthony uh, our new incoming call concierge he's the guy who came up with the name uh, soaring through social media again see no hacking I give credit where credits due and we were trying to throw around different names so folks I appreciate you guys tweeting us saying hey there's a name for the for the for the new lumberjack segment now oh, this name how about this name we got it. It's soaring through social media. We're working on having a team here at CBS do a fancy Dan Open. Okay, we gotta, we're going to really push Lumberjack, this poor bastard, and needs all the help he can get from us. I can <laughs> promise you. Okay. Uh, Is that a dirt bike? Anyway, so yeah. It's no. So, so, so yeah, we're going to do that. Soaring through social media. I love the name, and I gotta say, this Anthony—he's good, man. He's creative. Should we, should we <laughs> throw some of the other ones we were spitballing out? Because uh, the, the one you had, <laughs> you're so you want to make this segment about you? Is that what no? You're I'm just saying. I'm still in my opening monologue here. I don't know what we're doing here. <laughs> I'm apologies. just telling you that right now. So, wait, what, are, what are you actually saying to me? Well, your uh, your three T idea was <laughs> was interesting. How about we go to break? Other side of break, we'll throw someone around before we do the NXT. There That's actually were some funny ones. Tease Jones. Yeah, so we're going to break right now. Taz Show, uh, hour two coming at you. Sit tight. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. 
All right, one hour down, one hour to go. Taz Show here, Thursday edition. Um, so if you just joined the show right now and you don't, you don't listen to the audio on demand, there will be no Taz Show tomorrow. Um, personal thing in my family, we, we had we experienced loss. We so uh, so um, so we anyway, no show tomorrow. So uh, apologize ahead of time. Be back tomorrow all week. Uh, another hour coming at you right here though. So. Going to continue talking to NXT. I handled the front end of it, uh, the, the cold open, as some would call it, of the NXT show. I'll get into the rest here shortly in a second. But we had a lot. I'm on the gimmick chat. I was talking up with some of the jobbers on there on the uh, at TazShow.com, where you can log in with either Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all your accounts. You can log in with that. Simple deal. You could do that on your uh, laptop or your desktop or even, uh, you know, if you have a tablet. I'm done with the tablets. Either way you want to do that, it's fine. Um, you know, uh, they are still working on the mobile gimmicks, Davis Furnham Burnham, for this thing. Uh, sorry, we are in the Stone Ages here at CBS, but we're working on that. And uh, the, the, not we. Again, I'm not part of that. The tech team, who I'm rapidly not liking uh, for the past few months. Really not liking the tech people. They avoid me. They don't run for me. Run, bitch, run. Yes. What'd you say to him? Uh, well, emails are bad. Seth can fill you in. A lot of caps lock? Cap, not just caps lock. Bold, italic, underline Jones in red. Oh, yeah. Come at you hard. That's underline. how you know it's official. Yeah, bad. Mother effing them, everything. Oh, yeah, put it in writing. I don't believe in that. Don't put it in writing. Then the, you know, the, oh, I put it all in writing. Oh, yeah. You mother effer. I want the friggin'. <laughs> Uh, mobile, my audience wants the gimmick chat on mobile, but gimmick chat's awesome, Taz. They can log in with Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Why do I not hear music? Uh, YouTube, I know, I know, I know they can, I know they can, but they want it on the mobile too. Don't you understand, Mr. Tech? I tell them. My audience wants everything, every level, every way. Now, let's talk briefly. About what you uh, want to talk about, Dennis, and that's the, the names of your new uh, segment you're going to have that we threw around. We've locked in a name. It's Soren through social media. Okay, Soren through social media. S A W I N apostrophe. You gave me bad information. You said it was apostrophe after the W. Listen, dude, the apostrophe replaces the G. Don't you understand that? I I, I didn't pass third grade on. I, it took me a while. So, did you go to high school? Like what area? Uh, upstate New York. Oh, that's the problem. People are farmers up there. All right, so Lumberjacks. yeah, Lumberjacks, exactly. <laughs> so what? What? What were some names we threw around? We threw around uh, something like Twitter. To- no, we wanted to go with the one I really loved. Yeah, okay, okay. we'll save that one for the end. Right, that's, that's the good. winner. That, yeah, uh, we wanted to go with either like alliteration, so like something Twitter related, like Twitter. That was yours. You wanted like three T's in a row. Right, right. Or we wanted like some kind of rhyme scheme. So since we had the fl- uh, flannel plaid debate yesterday, we wanted to go. <laughs> we wanted to, our, our first one, which was not good at all, was Twitter flannel panel. Yeah, well, I thought that would be cool uh, in a way. But then I thought rapidly about it, and it sucked. And Video Brian was like, guys, no, that's not a good one. He's yeah. just sitting there drawing yeah, X's. Like, no, 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 that's not. Twitter flannel panel. It, it has like a like a '60s hippie feel, to, like Twitter flannel panel. Like yeah, peace yeah. Love. It was it was really bad. Yeah, I agree. And what was the what was another one uh, that stuck out that we said? The, uh, <laughs> the 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 home run, which I don't know why it didn't stick, was yours. Was your three T's? You wanted to go <laughs> timber Twitter, and then you said 
let's go completely off the reservation and yes. just pick another T yes. word. Yes. yes. So yes. we settled on Twitter Timber Tamale. <laughs> Bro, I just could picture the artwork with you eating a tamale with like the Twitter uh, bird above you, and you're like thumb, thumb, thumbs up eating a big ass tamale. It'd be hilarious. It would be, but it would have no. It would have no. nothing to do with social media. The best was video Brian and even Anthony, who's Anthony's out there, as you know, and they both looked at me like we were like they were like tamale. What, what does that have to do with? I go absolutely nothing. That's what makes it funny. <laughs> Brian still doesn't find it funny, so we didn't go that with that. And then uh, there was another one with. Wasn't there a no flannel panel? Was the other one? Uh, a lot of the fans had some good ones. I'm there sure there were got. some good tweets, but it, Anthony came from the clouds and just said, "Look, well, he's in about, the clouds, all right." What about yeah. sawing through social media? And yeah, then, yeah, click, click, ding. Jones. Yeah, that was it. Sawing through social media kind of explains it all because you will handle things. Well, I don't want you, you tell people what you're going to be doing. We're gonna we're gonna scour the ends of the earth for Facebook posts, Instagram, Twitter, funny. Not, not, just wrestling, not just yeah, wrestling, yeah, any, anything, not just wrestling. It could be anything, anything of entertainment. Right, anything that's, you know, anything that's funny or entertaining. I mean, you know. So does that mean I'm not allowed on my own show to reference something like, let's say you do that in segment one and then segment three comes and there's something on Twitter. Do I have to have you do it? Is that like the yeah, rules? Yeah, we're going to have to hit the intro again. We're going to have to go through all of it. I'm going to have to hit all the other ones I did prior and then we'll get to yours. <laughs> will you stop? Come on now. So uh, so it should be fun. Uh, people will dig it. Uh, we used to do a lot of segments. We're going to bring some segments back. We're going to have some new ones during the year of 2017. You know, we used to do, uh, and maybe we'll do it again. Maybe we've got to put up a poll. To see what people want to come back. We did we used to do a segment called Off the Hook. I'll explain these another time to you. We used to do, uh, we used to do uh, well, recently we did um, uh, Lost Mail, which was a lot of fun. Uh, I'll explain all this to you. Uh, there was there was so many. Uh, we had a lot of different ones. We getting to know you. We had, you know, we had different ones. Uh, Handsome Johnny, if you remember him, God rest his soul. Slamming Bods and Beyond. He uh, he had he was a creative guy. He came up with a lot of different stuff. Some of it worked great, and some sucked. So, <laughs> but but God love him. Yeah, he's good. So uh, yeah, he he would always have his thinking cap on with that. Now we have Anthony replaced him. And he, and if he came up with sawing through social media. That's a good start. What a replacement. For, if people have never witnessed a view, how Anthony looks, I'm going to give you a hint, folks. He looks a little bit different than Handsome Johnny. So what I'm thinking is we got to have Anthony in here in, you know, in this show. I actually want to have him on camera. I want to introduce to the audience. Maybe in the fourth segment, we have Anthony come in here, uh, and then we can introduce him. And I bet you on Twitter we'll have some side-by-side photos of Handsome Johnny. Um, Test one, two. And... Uh, and, you know, uh, Anthony, I think it'd be pretty funny. No disrespect to Anthony. I basically just called him ugly. Uh, but uh, <laughs> You didn't basically. You did. <laughs> no, listen, it's hard not to be ugly next to Handsome Johnny. Yeah, I mean, Handsome Johnny. It's Maybe a shoot. Maybe start calling him Handsome Anthony. No, that's called gimmick infringement, and I don't do that. You can get plenty of that in the WWE where people take old people's gimmicks and steal them. We don't need that. Got to be original. It's all about originality, son. It's all about originality. I still got to get to NXT. I don't have time to keep talking to you about this other stuff. Okay, your segment's going to be great. We'll start next week. You're over like Rover. Marshall in Flint, Michigan. Uh, you're on the Taz Show. What's up, man? How's it going? Good, buddy. What's up? Not much. I had uh, a couple of different little bones to pick with you, if that's all right. Yes, sir. Uh, first off, that Shawn Michaels segment was horrible. Uh, I, 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 I liked it, dude. I know. I mean, that's what that's what Dennis said the same thing. I liked it. I'm sorry. Dude, he, he lost a thousand cool points by dad. Who dads anymore? Like that is so <laughs> horrible. Nobody does that. You, he seriously lost a thousand cool points by doing that. 
And then we have to hear a 20-minute promo about how his new D-rated movie that's coming out on VHS on the 20th of January. Like, I, I, I wanted to hear something like he's a special guest referee or... Anything, man. Well, like, no, 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 but hold on. But, but, but Marshall, movie. Marshall, bro, I know you've called the show before. I, I, I remember your of name course. now, right? And you're cool. You're the man, bro. But listen, listen. Oh, yeah. Know what it is, bro? I don't want to. I hate stereotypes, right? But I got to say, sometimes with wrestling fans, they get upset when some legendary figure from the business is going to be involved. But they're not involved in a wrestling capacity or a ref or a commentator. And they're promoting something outside of wrestling. You guys don't want, don't want talent stars, legends, to have success outside, you want to know them as you knew them. You want to see him day accident. You want to see him super kicking guys. You want to see all that stuff, bro. You want to see him come out on the, on the friggin' cable, like WrestleMania. Those days are gone, bro. This is a, this is the new HBK. He's doing movies. He's got the camo. He's, he's hunting. You know, it's a new guy. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but at the same time, I mean, it's like I, I, I usually... Don't watch Raw as much as I used to because right. it's gotten, you know, you know, it's, you know how it is. Yeah, but of at the same time, when you're promoting Shawn Michaels, it's like, oh, dude, okay, I'm definitely watching Raw from Shawn Michaels. I get it. And then when I when they, when he comes on, and it's like, dude, I, I literally just listened to a 20 minute promo in your movie when it's just like, no, 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 no. Hear, even something else, even if, even if he doesn't have a wrestling capacity, Marshall, cool Marshall, Marshall, something different than just a movie promo. I hear you, you know? brother, but you did hear something different, Marshall. Did you did you watch or listen to my debate with the lumberjack yesterday? Or you didn't get a chance on my show. Oh, I, oh no, I, I don't miss the show, dude. Okay, thank you, buddy. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. But check this out, bro. You, then you you heard what I said to him. I got to tell you the same thing. What happened in that segment is Shawn Michaels, just by being in the ring with those five younger talents, I think it was five, he got them all over. That He gave them the rub. That helped all of the heels and the baby faces. It really did, bro. That, that was a double banger Jones. He got his movie over, and in turn, he got younger talent over. I know what you're saying about the dab thing, okay, but I could have sworn, like in the beginning of the NFL season, you know, a, a friggin' ad, uh, what's his name, uh, Cam Newton was still dabbing. He stopped doing it, though, because everybody was doing it. Well, I hear you. I don't like it. Listen, I'm not a fan of the dab. I'm not. You know, when the kid, right. I don't. I don't dab in here. I used to dab when I came in the studio, Marshall. I don't know off camera. I don't do it anymore. I'm like Cam. But but the right. thing is, the thing is though, the, the kid T.J. Perkins, he he does it all the time. It's like part of his thing. I don't like it either. But I just that helped T.J. Perkins just by doing a quick little backstage bit. With HPK, because the younger fans are like, oh wow, this is cool. They remember HPK or their parents do or whatever. It helps him. It helps Enzo and Cass. It helps Rusev, Lana, uh, get, uh, uh, what's his name? Ginder, 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 Ginder. It helps. It helps anybody in the ring with him, Marshall. Trust me. So yep. I, I'm not trying to convince you. I, and you say it sucked and you didn't like it, and that's your that's your opinion. You're entitled, more than entitled, to have that opinion. No doubt, bro. But I'm yep. telling you that I still liked it. I thought it was funny. Maybe because Sean and I are the same age. I don't know. <laughs> but, right. but, but, but I do think he went overboard with the old man stuff, that he kept referring to himself as an old man. I think once, maybe twice, is funny after that. I, bro, stop. I get that, I do. But For sure. I, I I think the haters thing, I thought that was you didn't laugh when he did the haters thing? It was okay. I mean, you know, it was what it was, but you know, and, and real quick at the same time, I just had one I wanted to read you a little paragraph about you being on the list. The list. What list? Oh, I'm on Jericho's list? No, no, you're on a you're on a much worse list apparently, and I just oh. don't agree with it. And oh, I actually uh, uh uh what do you want to call it? Snapshotted it uh before Christmas break and I read it. Is this the one um, that the the wrestlers you don't want to meet? 
Yep, Taz is still one of the wrestlers you don't want to meet in person. Taz yes. attended one of the biggest wrestling conventions to meet fans in the New York City area and admitted on the show that he didn't enjoy it. Not everybody enjoys the social aspect of wrestling. Some wrestlers just want to do their job and entertain them with the audience without meeting them. An in-person experience with Taz would lead to a potential awkward interactions you would want to avoid, and I, I totally disagree with that. That's, you, you are a smart man because that, that's, that's the biggest load of bullshit ever uh it so is. it really is no it is because dude i you know i talked about this with bubba was on the phone on the show on my show monday bully ray, bully ray you know bubba ray dudley and we talked about it because he has a similar persona with fans that's not the way it is at all why, why would i have open phone lines for over 300 shows now i could say i'm doing this 301 times how about that exactly and communicate you've, you've never been disrespectful to anybody and, no. and i think if anybody's disrespectful to you that they, they get what they get. different story uh-huh. right that's a different story right exactly i could turn heel quick you know what i mean but but I can, but the thing is, Marshall. Even on social media, I dare, I dare you—not you in particular, just saying figure of speech. I dare you or anybody, anybody to find anybody's more interactive on social media from the wrestling industry than yours truly. I really try my best to stay interactive every day, most of the day into the evening, as much as possible. That friends of mine probably muted me that are from the business because they're sick of seeing me tweet stuff. I hate Twitter, Marshall. I hate it. I think I it sucks. <laughs> I hear you, bro. I hate it. But I have to for my business, and I want to interact with people because I like interact with the fans. And it, and and also, I do a digital show. And Marshall, thank you for the call. Good call, buddy. Uh, I appreciate it, bro. But I, I, I have to interact to a degree with the audience. I feel like it's it's... You know, not my responsibility, but it's important, you know, to help grow my show. And and, and and so that person who wrote that is really just a dumbass that really has no idea what they're talking about. And, uh, you know, it's just going on the rep that I had backstage 25 years ago <laughs> or 20 years ago uh, that I was a heel and a, and, a, and a tough guy to deal with and tough to do business with. I mean, that you know, and because and some wrestlers want to go and bash me uh, 20 years later Hey, that that that's that people bash people all the time. I try my best not to, you know, bash. I don't. I don't bash. I don't have to. I'm secure on who I am. Yes. Now, what if uh, what if you happen to have a bad day that day, and it's like you're you're human. You know what I mean? You you can't be like you go to this signing anyway. Like let's say you had something severe happening. You're like, look, right, I, I right. promised I'd be here. I'm going to come anyway. And you still you you fulfilled on that promise. You can't be 100% all. Not saying that you weren't that day. Who right, knows? right, right. But it's like, no. you know, these fans no. don't realize that you're you're a person. Like, you, yeah. you know, your dog could have passed away. Yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, look, I'm still going to do this because these fans appreciate me. Being a pro, you have to bury that. You have to bury it when you're public. So I, I, the person who wrote that, the only thing he was accurate on is that I did say on my show that I don't like doing those events. Yes. That is a friggin' fact. No doubt about it. I did say that. But there's a but. And it's a big but. Capital, bold, italic, underlined. Let's even make that friggin' but red. Yes. Because the but is this. But I like interacting with the fans. That doesn't mean I have to like doing those events. Exactly. It's a totally different... This guy doesn't even know what he's talking about. He has no clue what he's talking about. And if you look at that website whoever, that he wrote for, because I had my people look into it. I got people, Dennis, and you're not one of them. You're getting your way to be one of them. I'm 14th. <laughs> Good point. But no, no. The, the thing is, we looked into this a while back, and the guy... 
the, the, the place he's writing for, you know what the qualifications are to write for them? Have a computer? Basically, yeah. Seriously, dude. It's crazy. And fans follow these things or look at them or see them on the internet. It's so disappointing <laughs> that there's so many uh, misinformed uh, sites or, or platforms on the internet for wrestling, not just wrestling, I'm sure, but I'm deep into the business, obviously, that give bad information, inaccurate information, loads of bull****, and it's so disappointing. It's got to be stopped. It really, somehow, some way, it's got to be stopped. Find your content by folks that have credibility. You want to get wrestling news, go on PW Insider. They're not going to spew propaganda. You know what? Go to Wade Keller, the torch. Go to Dave Meltzer. These are guys who have covered the business for years. I don't always agree with all of them, including PW Insider. But you know what? I respect the fact that they've covered the business for a lot of years. And they all have legitimate sources. Some have agendas, some don't. But you know what? They're not. They're, they're, they're qualified just because they've been around the game and dealing with talent for a long time. It's a big difference than just somebody, like to Dennis's point, I have a computer. So, yeah, now back to the thing. I, I, I said that I don't like doing these events. That doesn't mean I don't like interacting with people. I don't like doing the events. Some would say, well, it's the same. No, it's not the same. I'm not a fan of being um, you know, in this environment with a million people and there's a million wrestlers and I'm one of them signing autographs. Sometimes it feels cheap. It feels dirty. I'll, I'll be frank, really frank with you guys. You sit at a table and at a lot of these events, and I'm very picky. I don't do a lot of them. I do maybe once or twice a year. But the ones that I avoid are the ones that do this. You sit at a table, and then next to you is somebody that's from the event that, okay, I want that 8 by 10 that's on that table, sir, of Taz, and I want him to sign it. Okay, fine. Uh, please give me 20 bucks. Now the guy's taking the money, the guy next to me, and then the guy gives me the thing to sign. It, that, that is the most awkward. It, it, that's what happens at some of these. Not all. Not all. Not all. Not all. The ones that I've done are pretty good, and I don't do a lot of them. But it's sometimes the wrestler has to take the money. It's just, I just, I'm not a fan of that. Me, personally, I'm not a fan of that. I just, that whole environment, I've always tried to stay around it. I never thought I'd need to explain it, and I don't need to explain it, but I, I'm, I'm honest about it. That's the reason why I don't, I don't like the, the process of it, the setup of it. I just don't like it. I think it's great for freaking wrestling fans for sure. It's really cool for fans because, oh, wow, look at that. There's, you know, Jake Roberts. Oh, man, there's Scott Hall. Oh, wow, there's Taz. Oh, look at that. You know, there's, you know, uh, Perry Saturn. Oh, man, Raven's over there. Oh, that's cool. Look at that, the Sandman, Sabu. That's all cool. That's great. Fans get to meet guys that they respect and love. That's awesome. That really is. You know, I mean, the last signing I did was in at LaGuardia Airport in Queens. All right? At the big, big event. And coincidentally... I was at a long table with two people from the, from the people that were doing the event, and it was me on one end and China on the other. And I hadn't seen China in ages. And then uh, I saw her, uh, we gave each other a kiss, a hug, how you been, long time no see. We talked for a few minutes, she was awesome. And unfortunately, soon after that, she passed. And, and it was, I, I, 
I was happy I got to see her again because she was always so cool to me and I always got along great. I, I knew her a long time, you know, just coming up in the business around the same time, you know, and we crossed paths, obviously, a lot of different places, but definitely in WWF at the time. So, you know, I, it just, I'm just saying, like, so that was cool. And seeing some old, old, old wrestlers I haven't seen in a long time, I, even at that event, I saw Dean Malenko. I hadn't seen Dean in ages. You know, it was cool to see Dean. You know what I mean? So, like, that stuff was cool, but I don't, I don't normally do the events because I just, I'm not a fan of the process and the setup of it, the financial end, how it's done. It's awkward for me. I just, I'm used to working for companies. Okay, my career, I worked for ECW, which morphed into a legitimate company where I worked there, whatever the hell it was, six years, seven years. Then I went to WWE, worked there just about 10 years, okay? And then I went to TNA, worked there, whatever, seven years, six years. And then came to CBS Radio. So I, I'm proud to say and I'm honored to say I've worked for legitimate companies. And the thing is, I, I, I've, and I've always stayed loyal to those companies instead of veering off and doing other things. I, I, I'm not into the money grab thing. I'm not into all that stuff. That doesn't mean I'm, I'm knocking what other people do. That's your prerogative. You go do whatever you want. I don't care. But that's what I didn't like about, it's just the process of it. It's not the fans. It wasn't the fans. I mean, really. I mean, I, I, fans have always treated me with respect and always caught me. Every once in a blue moon, I've had it where someone could be a douche. Over the years, I've done several of these things. And if you're a douche to me, I'm going to be a, a quadruple douche, schmuck, mother effer like you had never seen before. Like, bad. I have, like, two sides. Right now, I'm happy go lucky Jones. I mean, I'm, 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 you know, everything's a party. You know what I mean? So, happy, happy, happy. You know, that's me. You know what I mean? But, I, I mean, I could turn. Quick. <sighs> I still got to talk about NXT. But I, I just felt it was important to talk about that real quick right there because the guy brought that up and it was uh, an important thing to say. Hey, uh, who's this? D in Pennsylvania. You're on the Taz Show. Uh, good moment, Mr. Taz. Good moment, my friend. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm actually the guy that commented on your... Uh on YouTube, I don't know if you remember a couple weeks back um, um, remind me about the GoPro, the GoPro thing. When I said that you should get a GoPro, I didn't mean it in a mean way. GoPro, GoPro, you know? GoPro. I'm trying to remember. GoPro what you Jones on YouTube. You, you did <laughs> your um. I, I forget your. Uh, oh, it's coming back to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Taz Tube Jones. I did something. Yes. You talk about a GoPro. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, cool. I'm that guy. No problem. Know? No problem. Right, thanks for calling. What's up? Um, a couple things. First of all, that Shawn Michaels segment, I enjoyed it very much because okay. it's Shawn Michaels. Yes, you know, I liked yes. it a lot. There you go. Um, second thing, you're over with me. That's all that matters. Yes, D, that so, is all that matters. <laughs> third thing, third thing is, um, you know, uh, I wanted to talk about um, Nia Jax yes. on Raw. Um, I don't know if I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. But they're trying to build her as like a you know a, a big monster heel or whatever, like an well, Amazon just, Amazon type of uh, awesome right. Kong China that in that in that vein, yeah. Right. Why is she at the bottom of the ramp waiting for Charlotte after she just attacked Charlotte in the in that backstage segment? Maybe I'm wrong, but I would if if I was producing it, I would have told her to go in the ring and just look the baby faces in the face, like you don't care. Wait, wait. You got to refresh because I'm doing a lot of stuff. So bring me back to the segment. Who's in the ring now? Now it's um, Bailey and Sasha Banks in the ring, and yep. it's that tag match that they were going to do after that um, big blow-up segment in the back when right, right, Bailey right. and Sasha were talking, and Charlotte came, and, and Nia, yeah, right, right and then right. Nia came and knocked and pretty much knocked Charlotte, you know, yeah, knocked, knocked, knocked right. her on her ass, but right, yeah, right, right. you know, and if you're going to do all that, why have Nia Jax 
put Charlotte up against the wall, and then when they're doing their tag match thing, why have her wait at the bottom of the ramp? Like they're, you know what I mean? Like they're good. Yeah, like she, yeah, I, I, I understand you, uh, and I've complained a lot about WWE where they have a baby face get in the ring and get in the face of two heels, or vice versa, where two heels, you know, uh, I, 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 you're not wrong. Um, Maybe because I would think, just off the top of my head, you know, you just had Nia beat these two girls up and attack them. So now it's a two-on-one situation. Even though she's a killer, Nia, and they're building her as a badass, you know, I I, got to say, I don't really disagree with them, D, on that. If you you really think about the logic, Nia had just beaten up Sasha and Bailey backstage and left them down. Now she's waiting on Charlotte. If Nia gets in the ring, it's still a two-on-one situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. That's that's, that's true. why they do stuff like that, brother. That's that's the reason, D. And I appreciate you calling, buddy. Thank you, man. Thanks for the call. GoPro Jones right there. Um, I, on that note, got to go to break. Other side of break, fourth quarter city. Going to get into NXT full throttle on this thing. And uh, sorry, it's taken a while. Just been busy here. And we might even have uh, the debut, I guess, the physical debut on the show and the verbal debut of uh, Antony. This is a big thing. This this definitely could be a trending moment. Uh, Antony might be uh, here on the Taz Show in studio. He's doing his hair as we speak. Uh, Taz Show, we right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Ah, a little fourth quarter city action. Holy acid trip club music. Um... You're vaping, like the vape store, Jones. There's actually a vape over here. What's, I didn't hear you. What? Turn your mic on, son. There is a vape over here. Somebody's it's, vape. Yeah, somebody's vape because that's where the captain used to sit. <laughs> I used to tease him all the time. You remember the captain, right? Buy a hat. I used to tell him all the time. He, was, he never vaped in his life. But I used to always tease him. He was always at the vape store. Him and handsome John. So I think it was a rip. So it was a joke. He's not, he's not a vape guy. But I used to tell him he used to vape uh, sun-dried tomato seeds. Yeah. Those probably taste good. Yeah, I don't know. But there is a vape tool over there, huh? There is a vape tool. like machine. a bong? Like a drug paraphernalia? Is that what's going on over there? No, this, I, I'm, not, I'm not very familiar with vape life, but it looks like just your simple e-pen, I believe they're called. I don't know. I'm I don't want to promote them. Yeah, you're not <laughs> paying money, I don't promote. That's how this is. I'm tired of promoting people that don't pay me money. I need money. I need money. I need more cars. I need... I'm, I'm putting a, Last year, I put a drive through inside of my house, bro. Like, yeah, people get hungry. I got a drive through on the side of the garage. I got a moat. I got a plethora of What kind of, of food? Lot. <laughs> I mean, I give Chef Mike a job. Yeah, Chef Mike, you yeah. busy during the day? Chef Mike. We get a lot of miles out of Chef Mike, I got to tell you. Just <laughs> getting tons of miles out of Chef Mike. Uh, so let me get back into the uh, into NXT. We'll have uh, we'll have Anthony come in here later on. Everybody's fired up to meet Anthony. Oh, boy. Don't get your hopes up too much, folks. <laughs> um, so... Uh, look, so I talked a little bit about the Burley K, uh, Burley K, how doing? Billy K and uh, Peyton Royce attacking Oscar, and I gave you a full diatribe on that. Uh, so then we saw Billy K and Peyton uh, getting a match with uh, this young lady, uh, Macy Evans, and Bridges. Uh, what, Bridges. What's her first name, Bridges? Sarah. Sarah Bridges, yeah. So uh, Macy Evans, I think she's got a good look. I mean, uh, she's pretty good in the ring, so I, I don't know much about her, but she looked pretty good. Uh, and like her movements and stuff, you could kind of tell, like if you've been around, like you could see certain people, guys and girls in there. You know, how they move and their athleticism and their timing. You could kind of tell quick if you've been around the block a little bit, if you worked, if you were a wrestler, you know. Um, anyway, so, look, 
they did the right thing here in this match. Very simple. I mean, obviously Billy Kay and Peyton. This was in, the other two girls were enhancement for them, and they went over. But uh, and they look good together. They work well together as a tag team. And it's like these two girls are both mean and angry and heels, and they pull it off. They got the look. They're good on the stick. The whole thing, right? The line there somewhere, but I digress. Now, Oscar. Okay, Oscar comes out selling from the beatdown earlier. Which I thought was very smart. I did not expect it. Simple booking, but smart booking, because that's what Oscar would do. A spirit filled, fight tough baby face. Uh, you know, that that's what Oscar is and, and can do with no problem. And then they do the right thing, WWE and Triple H, whoever booked this thing, did the right thing. Heels beat her up again. That's exactly what you want to do. But then they throw curveball Jones, not once, but twice. Yes, Nikki Cross. From sanity, out of nowhere, gets in the ring. I'm like, what in the F is going on here? And then she clears the ring of the heels, helping Asuka. And what happens is she's on the ropes, yelling and screaming at the heels as they're leaving. Asuka gets up and runs like she wants to run out of the ring. And then turns City Jones, Nikki Cross now, jumps off, gives like a missile drop kick off the second rope right to uh, Asuka. Drops it, gets heat on her again. Really good double swerve deal. I really, really, really like the booking. The creative, whoever wrote it, whoever booked it. I'm sure, obviously Triple H had a lot to do with this. I'm sure, uh, but you know, I, I loved it. But what I didn't love was the announcing on it. <laughs> and and uh, and you know, Corey Graves is my boy. You know, we became friends uh, when we did the ECW thing. He was hosting it uh, for the WWE Network. You know, Corey liked the WWE. He's one of my best friends now. And the thing is, though, it wasn't just on Corey, but you know, the lead guy Tom Phillips. You guys gotta, you gotta ask more questions, man. You gotta ask questions. Why, 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 why is Nikki Cross out here? What is she doing? This is now there, there, and I can't remember the other gentleman's name who was doing the announcement. I just drew a blank. Oh my god. Yeah, I know. I just drew a blank on the other guy. I'm still not used to him being there. And I just drew a blank on his name. Damn it. Can you GTS yeah. that? Thank you, sir. Uh, I should have known that, and I just forgot. Uh, I'm so used to those two guys together, me and Corey and uh, and and Phillips. But you know, they one of the guys was a little perplexing. She's out here to help Oscar, like asking it in question form. You need more of that in that moment. You need more of that. It was not enough of that. That me, I, I was doing something in in the house, paying attention quasi. And then when I heard her name, I'm like what? And it got my attention. I started really paying attention. They didn't catch me up, like, meaning, why is she not, why, this is a little weird, what is she doing out here? Maybe, now maybe, I'll give Corey and the other announcers there the benefit of the doubt, and the WWE or NXT, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, they might not, who's the name? Percy Watson. Percy Watson, dingo, that's it, dingo, that's like bingo and ding. The dingo ate your baby. I just came up, dingo warrior, that was the ultimate warrior. Yes. I just came up with a new thing, dingo. Instead of bingo, instead of ding. Dingo. Dingo! Eh, maybe not. We'll workshop it. <laughs> we got to work. It didn't sound that good, actually. But I digress. So, so the thing is, like, maybe they did not want to do it more or less like an angle alert where if they sold it too much, why is she out here? Why is she out here? You know, that you would have not been so shocked and awe about the audience, would have been so surprised about her doing that drop kick onto Oscar as Oscar was trying to go after the heels. That could be. 
But as a former commentator, and I've called a good amount of shows and proud of it uh, at a pretty high level, <laughs> I, uh, I I think you got to ask more questions there. I think you got to because you're only swerving people for a few seconds because she's turning quick, meaning Nick, Nikki Cross. But I still think you got to ask more questions because they kind of were just calling the action. And Nikki does this. Oh, my God, Nikki's doing that. And they're blowing it off. So... Maybe they were given that direction not to ask so many questions. Then you make your announcers look like idiots. Because then guys like me come out here talking, oh, my God, why didn't the announcers ask more questions? They should have. And whether if it was up to the announcers or the creative, I, I disagree with, with how they handled it. I get it if you were trying to avoid an angle alert. Do you follow what I'm saying here? No, it makes sense. They should have. Why is Nikki Cross out here? Why is she helping Asuka? But and then, then I'm giving the other side. Do you see why maybe they didn't do that? <sighs> Don't fake it till you make it, bro. No. The captain used to try that. He used I don't. to try and I, I call him out on it all the time. You gotta be honest. I don't. I don't get it. <laughs> Tap out Jones. This guy. What do you mean no? I'm just telling you. You gotta you, 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 the, the thing is you can't if you're gonna try and swerve the audience, okay, which they did a great job of. Okay. Because I didn't expect what they did. I do think you got you got three announcers out there. You got to ask the question at least two or three times. I'm just surprised she's out here. And the other guy goes, "Well, it doesn't matter why she's out here. Look what she's doing." Yeah, it, it just you got to ponder that a little bit. You got to throw that out there a little bit more. In that moment, you have to. That's what I'm saying. You have to. I, what I'm saying to you, Dennis, is the only reason why maybe they didn't do it. I'm just speculating, is that they did not want to make it an angle alert like, "Oh, the announcers are going crazy." Asking why Nikki's out here. Oh boy, she's gonna turn. Get ready for something. Yeah, that's an angle alert, as we would call it. So, um, but anyway, it doesn't matter. It's a good segment. It was a good segment, I should say. And I love the booking of it. I do. Okay, what I hated, not loved, not hated, actually despised. Okay, which I thought is just horrible and it sucks every time. Samson, Elias Samson comes out and plays that dumbass guitar. Oh my God! Wait a second! I can't take when that happens, and I and when I hear, you know, uh, Corey Graves bury it, 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 we all can relate, and that's why a guy like Corey gets over the audience because he's saying what people are thinking and they're allowing him to. But I got to tell you, I mean, I think they're just doing it from the get heat because if they're allowing the commentator to bury it, the office knows that it sucks and it's a fault in church. <laughs> They know that, and that's why they're doing it, just to get them a little more heat. Um, there's no way nobody that can actually hear could think that that sounds good when he plays that guitar and he sings. It's god-awful. And not just bad from a musical standpoint. And I don't, I'm, I'm not out here like I'm freaking Tom Petty or something. You know what I mean? But, but um, <laughs> Tom Petty, no self. You're just looking at me like I am Tom Petty. I thought you were going to bust in the song. I thought for sure. He's we were... American girl. <laughs> Yeah, American girl. Yeah. If I close my eyes, I feel like I'm there. <laughs> so, um, no, but uh, what was I saying? You're talking how bad Elias is. Thank with you. His... So, yeah, I, 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 the character, I'm going to bury Elias on the front end and then put him over on the back end. That's what's happening right now, okay? The character with the guitar and the, the, the stranger, he's walking through the woods or whatever the hell he's doing. He's looking for his soul. I don't know what the hell is going on. Enough. Take the, the freaking guitar and burn it. 
okay, throw it in a friggin' incinerator and, and do something. Throw an M80 in it or a blockbuster and just, just explode the friggin' guitar. Please, it sucks. Uh, just do something with that guitar. And, and, and you know why? Because Elias has rapidly become better at his craft of pro wrestling. Yes, he has. Uh-huh, yep. Yes. He has. He's gotten better. I remember, seems like not too long ago, I was out here talking about his in-ring work and not complimentary of this guy's work. He has gotten more intense, more physical. Uh, his timing is better. He wrestled this young man named Cruz. He sold a little bit in the beginning, bumped a little bit, and then he ate the kid up. But you know what? Man, I'll tell you what. I like the Samson guy more now than back in the day, man. When he came up, he was green as grass, and he looked at This guy had a quick changeover. Someone lit a flame uh, under this guy's butt and got him going a little bit because he's much more aggressive now, much more intense. Uh, his physicality's there. I mean, um, We'll see how he evolves. I mean, it's 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 a little bit easier to go in there and quasi, you know, I hate to use the word squash, but squash somebody as opposed to having a strong match with them. It is, but but his physicality looked good, and they need to do this type of stuff with him more. Um, then we saw a revival package with DIY uh, from Takeover Brooklyn. Then we saw someone later on of Takeover uh, in Toronto. The thread was DIY revival as champs. DIY, uh, you know, Gargano and Champa as champs. Uh, thread of both te- two teams. I like that. I like that thread because it led to the main event, which was for the tag team titles, uh, with these two teams facing each other. So I thought that was cool. We saw Siana, Stiana, Stamatimic, Defernum, and Burnham. He wrestled uh, uh, Lorne Orkin. Uh, the guy's name, Siena, it's just not. It's just not a marketable name. I've talked about this. I, I'm not saying his name should be, you know, Joe Marshall, but it should be like a name that is like marketable. I can't. It's so many names. Even where the guy's from in Mexico, I can't even see the town. Where was he from? I, I don't speak it's Spanish. Just, just I know. I, I just I hear. I, I know you don't speak Spanish, but you could say a town name. I'm done with the town. I mean, I'm just saying. Like, I, I don't even know. I don't even know. Like, I want to know more about this guy because he's good. He looks different. He works well. I just can't gravitate the name. I can't. Uh, just call him CN, and that's not even good because CN, to me, is spelled with an S, and they're spelled with a C. Why? What are we doing? What? 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 Why? 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 What are you turning this guy into? Give him a name. Call him something. Joe something. Give him a simple name. Something simple. Something that's marketable. It's too much. I know a lot of people probably don't agree with me. I should look at the gimmick chat and see what they're saying over there. I want to see in the gimmick chat later on because a little while we're going to have Anthony walk in here. I want to see your thoughts on Anthony. That's going to be something. That's definitely going to be something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's definitely going to be something. You guys see him. Look at the gimmick chat. Some of the people talking, you know. Oh, uh, we got Shane O on here. He's saying uh, Royal Rumble themed off the hooks. That's interesting. Off the hooks is not a bad idea. We got to maybe do that for WrestleMania again. Uh, off, the, off the hooks uh, gimmick. Um, man, you know what? My gimmick, Fernum Burnham died. Who's, the, who's this on the phone here? This is Joseph. Joseph, you're from Louisiana. Yes. Yeah, yes, I had a problem. Sir. I had a problem with my connection. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How are y'all doing? Good, my friend. What's going on? Oh, not too much. I got to go pick my little girl up. Um, All right. How's the weather? Is it getting any warmer, or is it still freezing over there? Uh, it's getting a little warmer, definitely. Uh, it's right now around fifty, around fifty-one degrees, uh, lightly cloudy, uh, and later on a chance of showers. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, would you like to know what's on the menu at the restaurant downstairs? <laughs> no, I'm good with that. I'm good. All right, with that. All right good, good, good. What's up, buddy? Talk um, to me. 
I just, I've been trying to get in touch with y'all since Friday because y'all are talking about the draft. I haven't been able to, so I'm a quick uh, subject change. Well, hold on, draft. What draft? Whoa, 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 bro. What you y'all, y'all did the fantasy draft. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, got it, got it. Okay, what's up? Okay, so with the Royal, Royal Rumble coming, WrestleMania season coming, I can't help but think WWE might be attempting to do uh, a subtle draft later on this year. And I wanted to get your thoughts, like, how do you think that would go? Or, in better, uh, how would you do the draft? Because what I think is, the way they've been building these shows up with these characters, I don't think they should trade them back and forth because it just takes away from the show. Just draft a few guys from NXT to add to the brand and leave these guys on the shows where they are. No, I don't disagree with you. I, Joseph, I don't think it's time right now. I think it's a little early to get rocking with a draft. I know you're not saying right this second. You're saying later on in the year. I don't know. I think they're still in that process of building both brands. But I don't, I don't think you're wrong. I think you could you know, even do a draft where you maybe bring in some independent wrestlers that you already signed, but no one knows you signed. And maybe you do something like that. They're doing this whole big thing. They just they just shot out, uh, out there in the U.K. with a new United you know, U.K. Uh, championship. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember the name of the title. But WWE just did a bunch of stuff over there and taped a bunch of matches. So you could throw some of those wrestlers into that draft if you do another draft. I think right now, though, Joseph, and thank you for calling my friend i think right now they're more focused on um you know let's get ready to the road to wrestlemania let's get ready to rock and roll with a couple of pay-per-views especially the royal rumble let's do that let's figure out how and why we have our you know world champions of smackdown in the back row what are you nuts on the graphic what are we doing here uh ladies and gentlemen i'd like to introduce uh, a young man here uh his name is anthony he's the new incoming call concierge ladies and gentlemen this is anthony uh, Ant, uh, nice to have you on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? I'm pumped up, man. Excited. Okay, let's fix your mic because you're blocking your, your handsome my, face. My handsome? Thank you. Well, well, listen, bro. You know, there's... Look, you know, you got a big shoes to fill here. I, I know. You got to get close to the mic. This is his first time on the mic here, but what's wrong well, with this kid? like you said... The mics are a little different. They are a little different. I work with the computer mic, you know, where I'm right. just screaming we into gotta the get, But maybe Dennis can help, because I'm ready to throw things at Dennis. Yeah. He's the producer. Oh, Dennis like, I yeah. gotta get up. This is BS. Sabotage. Yeah, but anyway, look, Ant, look, maybe uh, uh, I, I want to let you know, like, you got, like, big, big shoes to fill here. Test one, too. I mean, you know, you, you heard of the legend, Handsome Johnny. I have, I have. Yeah, so Handsome Johnny, you know, you gotta say, Handsome Johnny uh, was a, a very special individual, individual, and he really took incoming call concierging, or someone called call screening, to a whole nother level. Concierging sounds yes, better. Yes, it does. And he was also a damn handsome man. I'm, you've seen photos indeed, of this guy. Indeed, yes, indeed. Yes. Looks like a Wall Street billionaire. Yes. <laughs> Very good point. <laughs> yes. But you, Anthony, a little bit different deal. You're more of a knock-around Jones. Yeah. Uh, you kind of seem like you hang out with the lumberjack in a bar, eating wings, watching football, drinking a lot of beer, and Love cursing it. at people. Yes. yes. Not, not not the big cursing, but everything else, yes. Oh, you don't do the cursing? No, I do, but I just try to, like, you know, be a little bit more professional. Yes, you look professional wearing a Ninja Turtle yes, yes. t-shirt. Yes. Uh, yes, but that is professional, and I respect that. And I think I complimented your wardrobe earlier, didn't I? Yes, you did. You yes, did. I did. Got me, yes. got me going. Put me over. Yes, put you over. Now, you are a wrestling fan, absolutely. Indeed. Right? Like, please give a little history about, you know, you've never been a fan. Like, what were you a fan of? Me? Well, actually, it's funny. I, my roommate, now that I started this, is like, we're get, I'm getting him back into wrestling. That's cool. So I watched the match yesterday, and it was uh, the Dudleys, the Hardys. Yeah. 
Chris Jericho and Benoit oh, and Edge and Christian. It was a TLC match. Cool. And I remember when I was younger, that's what like got me hooked. Oh, I think it was like 01, 2000. And you grew up now because there was a mistake because the lumberjack oh, then is yes. shown. You know, he and makes my a mom lot will be very happy I cleared this up. Well, the lumberjack makes a lot of mistakes. Yes, he does. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm not as ugly as he well, said, made it sound. No, you're not. Well, maybe. But listen. <laughs> listen to me. Listen to me. Listen. Andy, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The, the lumberjack, it's not his fault. When people sit in that chair, they all of a sudden start losing their talents. It just happens for a few weeks. And then he'll become... Like a glowing <laughs> star. And his ego grew. Oh, ego's grown already. Bro, no, his ego's grown. You yes. see the whole thing with the segment. Boss me around through text messages. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. He's acting like a douche. Give me your network yeah, password. Yeah. He's saying he's just saying the poor guy's from Jersey, he's from Brooklyn. Why are you saying that? Fair. I I'm not great geographically. Well, he's not a hundred percent wrong. I was born in Brooklyn and then my most formative years I grew up in Jersey, but my dad's always lived in Queens and Brooklyn. Well, that's cool. All right, so you're New York you're you're we're going to call you a New York guy. We're going to yes. avoid that whole Jersey yeah, thing. I'm yeah, just yeah, being honest cool. with you. So, because, you know, the only guy I know around here that's from Jersey besides Video Brian uh, is uh, is uh, the KFJ, Seth. Mm. You know Seth, right? Yes, he was seem, from... Don't oh, seem like <laughs> I don't want to throw, I don't want to throw like his ad where he was from, but he did, no, no, he did yeah, mention no. he was from New Jersey. No, don't worry. He'll put himself over on Seth anyway. <laughs> and, uh, the guy is like a, he's like a cornerstone here in the company, and uh, he's a pain in the balls. But I digress. Uh, but be careful, because he is your boss, and he'll whoop he your ass. Awesome yes, boss. Yes, yes, he'll kick your ass. You got to be careful. I'm going to kick your ass. But listen, so maybe you should talk about the early goings for yourself here on the Taz Show. How's it going? Pretty good? Bad? Not awesome, good? Awesome. Awesome. Very exciting. The waking up in the morning, I'm getting used to it, but uh, right. you know, I look uh, like a spring chicken, I guess. No, you look great like a spring chicken without feathers. But yes. I got to tell you this. Do you realize that um, because you were on a show, we are not trending right now? We are not trending. I uh, just want to let you know that. I'm yeah. sorry about that. That's okay. Uh, sometimes we trend, but we didn't trend today for some reason, I think, because they knew you were going to be on, but yeah. I digress. No, but yes, you you, uh, you are someone, I think, that can do well here on the Taz Show. Hopefully, you last. You don't quit a lot of people quit this show because it's a tough show mm -hmm. to be on. Sometimes I, you know, I'm sure you've heard stories that Taz can be a douche. Yeah. Well, according to that caller, I mean, <laughs> you're like the worst person to meet in person. I, I know, which is I, not true. It's not true. No, it's not. Well, and, hopefully, and you don't suplex me out the window. There'll too. be no suplexing. You'd have to pay me a lot to suplex <laughs> anyone here, and CBS can't afford that. Uh, so yes. that I can tell you. So uh, there'll be no suplexing at all. But I wanna, I wanna know your goals here on the show. Like, because you gave some good creative input. We have you in post-production meetings now, mm -hmm. okay? And you gave a good name to, to your boy Dennis to his segment, Soaring Through the 80s. What is it now? Soaring Through the 80s. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, really? <laughs> I just sing all the hits of the 80s. Yeah, that'd be great, dude, actually. Oh, there's another segment. We yes. could do that. See, look. Did you see that? And you see what just happened? Did you see what just happened? Did <laughs> you see to take what, over. He's trying to sabotage. He goes, oh, there's another segment. He wants another segment for himself. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's, I'll tell you what, Anthony, it's sad. Because this guy, Dennis, I first met him over at CBS Sports Radio. He was a good guy. Mm -hmm. Humble Jones. You know, good guy, hard worker, talented, as, just talented as piss. Mm -hmm. And then and, and then he just turned into a monster. I wake up to more piss excellence. Yeah, he just, he can't help himself. He's just, you know, he's just... It, it happens when you sit in that chair. You get an ego. You become a douche, and it happens. And it's it's no problem. I understand. Maybe it'll last. Maybe it won't. Uh, maybe he'll be gone soon. We should. Say. No, no, I'm kidding. Uh, well, hopefully you last here on the show. Hopefully my audience likes you. You do not have a Twitter account yet, correct? I do not. You're working on this, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So we're already getting people commenting on you. Uh, uh, Hope uh, good things. Uh, well, well <laughs> yeah, they're commenting. So, um, 
there are words being said. <laughs> now, maybe before I uh, ban you from the show for life, no, I'm kidding. Uh, maybe give a little bit quick backstory on where you've worked in the company and radio and what you've done. Well, first, I graduated from St. John's University. The man went to St. John's. It's the Red Storm. I understand. They're right there in Queens. A great basketball program. Really good lacrosse yes. program, by the way. Yes, and baseball, too. And baseball. Joe baseball, Panic. Joe Panic. That's right. Baseball is very good there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Basketball's in. It's getting back up, though. Yeah, yeah, but I'm more of a lacrosse guy. You'll learn that quick. I don't. Uh, baseball's an activity. <laughs> it's not Did a sport. Do you consider it the same thing as golf? Uh, different. You need more talent, I think, with baseball. Mm-hmm. But baseball's not a team. I've been through this. I've got a lot of hate on Twitter because, and I'm a baseball fan. I watch baseball. I've been a baseball fan for years. I, you know, I played the game, of course, at a high level. But, but I will <laughs> tell you this right now: it's not a sport. It's an activity. See, so, so where you go to a St. John's, you have basketball, which is a great sport. Yes. You have lacrosse, which is a great sport. You have they have girls lacrosse there too. No. Okay, I think so they have. They, or actually, they might. They I don't want to stuff. They have because you got to be PC. Yeah. If we have men, we got to have the women. Well, I think they have an even number of teams, but it's like they're different. Like they don't have a male track team, but football, they have a female. Uh, they have a football program still, right? They no, used, no, they used they to. They did. Used to. I remember playing. I got into a fight with a guy from St. John's in a football game, and then and Dennis is shaking his head. Shocker! In no, I did. I got kicked out of the game. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, yeah. Out yeah. Queens. Yeah, no, no. We played. I went to Pulse. See the oh, okay, Pulse, okay, okay. and they came over and we played. A little football game, a college game, and uh, <laughs> and yeah, there was an incident on a field, and uh, I was Rough the victim. I was the victor. Uh, and nice. The guy was a big son of a bitch too, but I. I but you I, took him down. I whooped his ass, bro. Are you kidding me? I definitely whooped his ass. <laughs> I'm gonna kick your ass. I don't play around. All right, so what else? Uh, the show's about to end here. We're running late. Yeah. Uh, but, but so what else? Well, else? I, I came over from uh, the other gimmick too at the fan, which is a. Uh, I've been there probably the last three years. But you're working over at WFAN. Yeah. You can't just say the fan. That's right. I forget that. Well, here's the problem. People that work over at WFAN, they only know the tri-state area. That, mm-hmm. Believe it or not, I do a worldwide show. Okay, so I have people from all over the world that listen and watch. Right now, son, you are being heard and looked at worldwide. I'm an international name now. Yes, you are an international name, and, and you're a damn handsome man. And uh, you mm-hmm. almost could pass for a, you know handsome Johnny's, maybe his cousin. Flamin' Bob. I'll take it. Beyond. Possibly, yes. Um, we have to work on you with you on some of your vernacular and mm-hmm. how you work on the air. Otherwise, you will never, ever be on the show again. Fair. And the call screening's going well? Yes, yes. Okay, good. I like it. Call expert would be a cool Oh, you want to change title. the name? You don't want you don't want to be a uh, income. <laughs> this guy's already expert. making demands. <laughs> he's like you. He's like you. I'm bleeding over. Yeah. He, so he's now he doesn't want to be an incoming call concept. He wants to be a call expert now. Okay, interesting. AT&T's um, hiring. Ask me what I do. That's what I say. I'm a phone expert. You're a phone expert. Okay, that's not bad. So you're an expert on phones. Now, are you? Have you done your homework in regards to my show and listening or watching old episodes? I careful. I, I listened every time you were on at CBS, and okay. then when I knew I was coming here, I did my best to catch up. 
Okay. No one cares. Oh. <laughs> so anyway, um, that's good. That's good. So listen, I, I'm kind of done talking. And, you know what I mean? I like it. You know what I mean? I do. I like it. You know, I wouldn't have you here if I didn't like it. I could fire you at any time I want. That's how I am. You know that, right? Yes. But I'm not like that. I mean, I, I'm sure your mom thinks I'm a great guy on the air, awesome. right? Yeah. And your Italians. Listen, well, that always helps us, right? And you, your name's Anthony. You know, you're not Anthony. You ever, ever call you Tony? Well, see, my mom's name is Tony Marie, so I was always like a little off about that. Oh, yeah, but yeah. everyone, the, the the Anthony was yeah. never pronounced. No, no, Tony. Yes. Yeah, no, I understand it's done. And and Dennis, you better not give me the evil eye, bro. I'll jump over this table. Like I'll tell you what, you got to be careful. So, um, oh, so anyway, that's the deal. So look, uh, can I end my show now? Yes. Okay, great. Thanks. Thanks for coming. That was uh, that was it right there. That was uh, that was Anthony, the call expert, call expert on the Taz show. That's the new name. I've been told by Anthony that's what he. Is. He did a great job. I hope you guys like him. And uh, you will not hear or see from him possibly ever again. But I digress. So that's basically it. Uh, wrap up City Jones here. We're done. I mean, I, well, wait. Did I not cover enough of NXT? Oh, jeez. I didn't. I don't think I did. You didn't get to the main event. I didn't get to the main event, which is the Tag Team Championship match. There's really not much to say. These guys always have a really good match. Um, I, I like the match a lot. I was. I didn't know what was going to happen. I, I don't read the spoilers or whatever. I don't think this was live. Uh, DIY retained. But I thought it was interesting that... Um, the post-match that we saw uh, Officer Payne come out and attack from behind the right way as heels while, uh, you know, Paul Allen was on a ramp or on the, the aisleway and then uh, basically just attack uh, DYI after their victory and just a big-time beatdown. And they held up those championships to sell towards the next big show, right? And uh, uh, that they, you know, AOP, Officer Payne, are going to be the new champs. That's what they're saying. That could happen. There's a good chance that happened. You know what I mean? So, we shall see. Then we saw a real last, last City Jones, uh, William Regal backstage uh, with Authors of Pain, and I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, he makes, I should say, Authors of Pain versus DYI for the tag team titles at TakeOver. That's what I should have said. And then Oscar storms in and says, I want them, I want them, I want them. And she, uh, Regal's like, you want who? And he's like, she's like, all of them. That was great. So, I guess we'll have a three-way match or something, or four-way, I should say, with Peyton. This is what they're probably doing. Peyton. Uh, Billy Kay, uh, Nikki, Nikki Cross, and you know, and Oscar for the for the women's title. That sounds like four way Jones to me. You know what I mean? Yes, no, maybe so. That way, if Oscar does lose, she can be protected because she doesn't have to lose via pinfall. So yeah, you know, Peyton or Billy could pin Nikki or each other. Maybe yeah. turn. Maybe wrap turn myself there. around. So I got to think about this a little more. Until then, I got to go. Okay, as I said to you guys, there'll be no show uh, tomorrow. Unfortunately, okay, we'll be back on Monday all week and the rest of the weeks coming forward. Taz show, uh, the audio on demand version of the show will drop. It's been dropped a little bit later than normal, uh, Dennis. Uh, I'm just telling you. I'm, I'm getting into the swing of he's, things. Yeah, it's, he's just working on King Jones here. So uh, give the guy, give the guy another couple of months. He'll get it right. But anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez! So, uh, so that's the deal on that. On on that note, uh, I want to thank everybody for listening or watching the show today, and calling in or on the gimmick chat or on the uh, Twitter, and the whole week, uh, especially past this, this past Friday when we did that special show. And I want to thank my guest this past week was Bully Ray was on Monday. That was cool. And again, no show tomorrow. I apologize. Uh, you know, and uh, be back on Monday. Uh, for everybody here at the Taz Show, I am Taz. You are not. Yeah. See ya. Yeah, said I was raised in the days of my space and screen names back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller. All these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world. I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man. They move. 
and I'm back at home, it never feels the same. Cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up. I wanna go back to days with no grades. We ordered the kids' meal, play ball, that's all day now. I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page, but these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now. I've been wondering where the party at, cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at. Drink just to get away. We gotta live it up. Carolina here to stay. I'm up and 